Welcome back, everybody. I'm here with Stefan Prince. I'm Michael Dunn. We got Jake and Anderson. Together, we are PDA. And uh, got a lot of stuff to talk about, guys. Um, we're definitely on tap for today. Going to talk a little bit about track and field world. Um, obviously, the D3 championships. We were at a few weeks back. Uh, D1 championships are coming up. Softball World Series is going on. We got NCAA baseball playoffs happening. We've got Major League Baseball check-ins, lots of, lots of things going on there, good and bad for your friends here. NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, shout-outs at the end, last call, we'll do it all. So uh, probably should dive in right away. And let's be honest, we're talking about Division Three National Championships right now. So definitely exciting um, being able to have an opportunity for a couple of our athletes again, Stephanie and, and Jake to get out there um, and have that experience. Uh, Stephanie, after going through <laughs> all kinds of like tweaks and, you know, body injuries, things like that throughout the year, um, was able to get, still get out there, compete at national level and, and have a great um, finish to her season. Jake, on the other hand, like, Wow. <laughs> like, I, I don't know even what to say with Jake. Like, that's that's got to be one of the coolest stories for national competitors to just bounce back the way he did. And This whole season, man, has been storybook. Yeah. Um, that kid. It was crazy. Just me watching the results, the, the live results at home, um, and just, you know, refreshing my page every every two seconds to see what was the mark what was the mark what was the mark well the first person. jump that you saw of jake's was like a 13 point whatever meter right yeah so like yeah. everybody at home was probably just like oh well oh, okay well, all right well i i saw the second jump too and like everything just it kept getting better yeah so so i was just like i'm not me myself i wasn't worried about jake because i knew at the end of the day he, he was going to get better as the day goes on dude easy for you to say man i was sweating it out Seriously, his second jump was a foul. He's also probably 85 second, degrees out. His second out. <laughs> jump was a foul. So he had the 13-meter jump and a foul. So he had one more jump to make finals. And it had to be like 14-8, 14-9, which this year he did one of them, right? And, <laughs> and so, like, you know, gets the jump in, hair behind the uh, the foul line and everything. So it was good. Ended up being a 15-17, I think, on that one. Mm. And uh, made finals, and he was, like, in the top six. And I was like, geez. Like, not only did he just jump his way into finals now, like, he's he's got a shot to come away with some hardware now. Like, some real hardware and be an All-American. And I almost, it, I almost protested that second jump if he did not have a third jump. Because the second jump was also, like, a 15-meter jump. And I remember Steph, you were talking about from lacrosse too. It was like, man, there's like two that were just yeah you know, here in front of the line. They're both 15, 15 meters, you know, it was like, yep. so this is something that, that we have been used to with Jake this season, um, with the, the limited, <laughs> unlimited jumping, <laughs> the limited jumping we've seen. Um, but yeah, then finals come around and, um, he actually improved his, his mark to 15, I think it was, was it 24? No, no, that would have, that no, would have put him like second put him or something. Yeah. He stayed at a 15, yeah, 17. Yeah, he fouled all his jumps in finals. He had two foul. 
He fouled two and then had a 14 9, I oh, think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he, or a 15, I think 15 08 is what got him into finals. And then he jumped to 15 17. Maybe that's what it was. Is what it was. Yeah. Um, but either way, uh, somebody jumped him. And so he ended up finishing sixth place um, overall. But at the end of the end, at the end of the day, we protested a couple of jumps. We don't get to see the video. We don't get to even have a conversation with the person we're protesting to. So I think that system needs to be fixed in some way. Because um, I, I took pictures. Like I was literally taking video of the entire runway right on the side. To, and so I was able to pause, take a screenshot, take the picture. And it, it looks like his foot's behind the line on some of them. And I don't even know if... I know I showed you, Steph, right? Yeah. I don't know if I showed you, Jaken. Um so while I pull that up, like Steph, what do you think about Jake's end of the year run? Um, honestly, I, th- I think it was great um, for him, you know, not being able to compete pretty much 90% of the season. Um, and, you know, obviously have one jump at conference to get him into the last chance meet that we had at, at, at lacrosse. Um, and then him to go to lacrosse and not be, you know, obviously ranked in like the, what? Yeah. That's how he was kids there. Yeah. Um, and for him to actually come out of the lacrosse meet with a win was insane. Um, and obviously that's when he had jumped over a 15 for his PR, um, which got him into nationals. Um, so that, that, that was pretty awesome. And then for him to make it to the nationals and do what he, what he did, um, being ranked seventh going into nationals and then coming out in sixth place, he did jump someone um, and came out with some hardware. So that was pretty sweet. You know, he, he was an All-American. So that, that's all you can really hope for. Um, and I, I just, I just hope that he's, he's, uh, happy with the results, you know, to end the year. Cause you know, going back to it, going into the lacrosse meet, he didn't even know if he was going to be able to jump a 14. Yeah, I know. And it's, it's crazy that we've been playing with that 15 meter for a long time. We've gotten close. We've gotten close. Um, and on the year that he's probably outdoor season wise has the most like, unhealthiest year that he's had at the college level um to be able to finish the way that he did was in my eyes one of the more incredible things that you can do as an athlete um at any sport any stage like it was pretty impressive and i mean jake i know your classmates friends with him things like that too like what going through your mind about just kind of his his end of the year into career experience um i mean in a way it's just kind of like what I feel like any athlete kind of dreams about um, just being able to go out with a bang in a sense and make that last meet count. But I think it's just more the way that he did it with, you know, just kind of having to sit and wait. And as an athlete, you know, you're sitting there with that injury and it's like, all right, is it going to get better? Like, how am I feeling today? Maybe I can do something today. Ah, Maybe not. And like, just, I think it's the waiting more than the injury itself that I think can be the toughest part with injuries and whatnot. And I know for Jake too, it was just like, you know, I kind of ask him and check in on him. Like, Hey, how's the hamstring feeling? Like you able to do anything. And in classic Jake fashion, he goes, uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And so I think with just the way that he was able to just kind of keep the faith and trust himself towards the end, you know, got the legs going a little bit and lacrosse. And I feel like he always just, he has to warm up in a sense. And like by warm up, I mean like he has to get into the competition, just get that first mark and that first board out of the way. And then he's good to go. I mean, we saw it in lacrosse and I just feel like anytime watching Jake, he just always got better. If jumpers had 10 jumps, like 
Jake would improve, you know, every set of, yeah, <laughs> every set of jumps. Like he is a guy that does need to get a couple in before he gets some of those, you know, to some of those, you know, big hits on the board mm-hmm. and everything. And and so I agree with you 110%. You know, a thing about Jake too is he's such a humble guy, um, very level-headed, you know, a lot like his sisters, to be honest, like both Kari and Danny and, um, you know, and what, when they've been here competing, um, but just doesn't let a lot of things affect him mentally, which I think, you know, we all know is, is a tough thing to do. Um, but he, he definitely doesn't let the moment get too big. And again, on his third and final jump in prelim is where he did it to get to finals. And, you know, if it wasn't for being a hair over on the last two, I think those are probably deep into 15s. And I told him, I said, you jumped over 50 feet today. It was just, you know, call the foul. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean, in general, it's impre- impressive as heck. Looking at that picture, I mean, it's 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 close. And I would not want to be the official in that instance because, like, it's just you're talking about a game of literal, like, millimeters and whatnot. It and is. And I just wish I could see the video yeah. and know what the, again, because they measure every jump, whether it's a foul or not, at Nationals. So I wish they, they would have t- been able to just tell me just mm-hmm. so I knew, like, what the jump was, show me the video, hey, here it is, appreciate your time, official, thank you. Yep. But they don't. And, and I think that's something that just needs to change to allow, because it's after the entire, you know, competition takes place, so we're not holding, you know, anything up like crazy mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, so it, I think that's something that could be discussed at coaches' meetings potentially in the future if that's, you know, yeah, something that comes up. But... Honestly, like speaking of humbleness, um, the craziest thing I saw while I was there, <laughs> and this was absolutely wacky. Um, the four by one finals, I believe it was like Northern Iowa or Ohio Northern or something like that. Um, they come across the finish line and the guy that's anchoring for them and they, they got eighth place in this relay. And I think they probably were supposed to get sixth or something like that, but top eight, just like individual sports, you get all you get trophies, you get all American status, all of this stuff. The anchor leg absolutely just crosses the line. He doesn't stop. He crosses the line and is at at hundred meter speed, chucks the baton at the ground, and it just goes bouncing off. And I'm watching this and I'm just like, dude, they're gonna be DQ'd. Like that's insane. And like like they're gonna lose everything. An official walks over to the guy. Literally, I just see him give him like the, you know, hitchhiker thumb. You're out of here. <laughs> and the guy just walks off. And can you imagine being the other runners on that relay team, working your tail off all season, getting to that stage, making it into finals, knowing that you just need to finish the race, which is hard enough as it is in a four by one. Let's be serious here. The USA Olympic team has a tough enough time. And they cross that line, they get all American status, and it's all taken away because of somebody's just absolute ignorance and just like stupidity. And, and and the families that are there for those kids that are in that relay that aren't that kid as well. Like, I mean, <laughs> what are you, what's going through your head as I'm telling this story? Because I don't know if you guys wa- got to see live streaming of that or no. If, um, like, that's, it, it, it's just crazy just to think about just because it's it's unfair to the other athletes that's on his team, to his teammates. It's unfair 
for you to go out there and it, it, it's different if you drop the baton on an exchange. Yeah. But for someone to actually finish the race and just chuck the baton at the ground, everyone knows not to drop the baton. You know, that's just runner's law. Don't drop the baton. And to chuck it at the ground. At like race, full speed coming down before he's like closing up, just like absolutely like. And I get doing like a, a fist pump or, you know, just a yell or whatever and stuff like that. But like one one thing, one thing I always was like careful of is whenever we were, whenever I anchored, which wasn't often, but whenever I anchored, I always made sure step off the track and try to give the baton to somebody else. Just so. Well, and at nationals, you you give the baton to the officials and you give it to the official, all official batons, like Mm -hmm. NCAA batons. So you, you, you cross the line before you leave the track area, give the baton to the official. That's how it ends. I mean, just I, I can't imagine being the coach for for that group after that happens to be a family member but you you take away the all-american status the hardware everything it, it erases everything from what you worked for and the ninth place team doesn't move up to eighth place that's not how it works um you know maybe on tracks with nine lanes if they do do nine to finals i don't think in the ncaa they typically do that uh, for nationals but um it was an eight lane track. They had eight eight teams in it, and the ninth place team doesn't bump up to that spot. So nobody, just I mean, nobody walks away with a trophy there. The asterisks on it, just just crazy. So again, like I said, um, really proud of our guy and our team and our program, and and for us just being able to kind of keep level headed, um, you know, in good times and bad times as as the season has for everybody. But um, you got to feel for those other kids on that relay team and anything like that can happen yeah yeah it's it's just it's i feel like it's just yeah you, you hate to see stuff like that happen with yeah. um stuff like that but no you guys remember the uh the story i was telling you about the coach at sections on saturday oh yeah that was yeah like running with his team i'm looking at the prelims right now for state and they're in yeah he's in Wow. They protested it back. So to provide some context, um, we were so at a... We're talking about high school. We're yeah. talking about high school, and we were at a meet in the boys' 3,200 meter. Um, one, one of the big no-nos for, I feel like, coaches, but just people watching along the side is, like, running along with the athletes. Um, it's is, in rule books. Illegal. It's illegal. <laughs> it's, you know, it's just something that I feel like everybody knows, knows it's a, it's not to do. Um, but then there was an instance where it was two runners heading down the front stretch final lap. They both had separated themselves from the field. So they were both making it, whether they knew knew it or not, um, to state. And the one guy starts taking the lead and along the inside part of the track, there is a coach who is sprinting alongside the athlete and yelling at him, you know, trying to cheer him on, which is great. Like you want to see that from coaches, parents, spectators, like getting him, you know, hyped up and trying to bring the runner along. But again, you can't run run alongside the the track. How long did he do this for? It, it was uh, like eighty meters of the final hundred meter stretch. Was like there he, other, were there other athletes like right there with him? There was, was another like, athlete, but the athlete had stopped. 
the athlete wasn't running with them. It was just the coach running along with them. And the officials saw it. And ha- I mean, on had, the track with the athlete, was there other athletes around him? Was there was there was other athletes around him. So it was the two guys going towards the finish, but then they were also lapping a couple of guys as well. And the coach was like, I'd say maybe two steps off the track or something because the hurdles were to the inside and they were kind of like right along the track. And he was on the other side of the hurdles, but he's still running right alongside the track. What's crazy about that is when I was in Duluth earlier this week at another section meet, um, high school coaches were told they can't be on the infield at all. And unless they w- it was like a, unless it was like high jump, you know, that was on the infield. Um, I mean, long jump and triple jump, all that stuff is off the infield where we were mm-hmm. um, on, on Saturday for this section meet that you're talking about. So there wouldn't be any coaches on the infield except for high jump if there were, because I think that is also a rule. Yeah. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but mm. I know that like, I don't know why it would be a rule in one section and not another. So, cause one of our girls that was, that we're like looking at and is a prospect right now, she was saying that her coach can't be on the infield typically and like where he is mm. for her and her race. And so that was like getting her nervous and all this mm-hmm. stuff because like it, she's not used to like how this, you know, was for where her coach was going to be and just little things like that. You know how it can be kind of a mental game yep. as well. So I'm surprised that a coach was even on the infield. And I know some of them were there to like help with moving the hurdles off and whatnot. Like one of our um, former former athletes for their, our program here at Bethany, but then also one of my good friends, Ryan, he um, was helping move hurdles off and on. And stuff like that. And, like, they were out there for that. And I understand that just because they may not have had as big a hurdle crew and stuff. But, like, this coach was in there. And then they all just stayed in there. And, like, they had been saying over the uh, PA system, like, reminder that only athletes, officials, and credentialed media can be inside the track. Everybody else has to be on the outside. So it was a rule there, too. But, anyways, to finish the story, so... The officials said that the runner was ejected and that he was disqualified and was stuff he like first that. Or second? He w- he was first. Okay. He ended up passing the guy that was in front um for the lead and the win. Um and you know, was just kinda like, Oh, whatever. But then Ryan and I were checking results and noticed he hadn't been um DQ'd at all on the live results and I had seen, before I had left the meet, I had seen their head coach. It wasn't even the head coach that was running alongside. It was, like, one of the assistants um, was on the phone and calling favors, and I think they had some sort of meeting and whatnot. And the result stayed then, and that's he's crazy. he's moving on to state, which, I mean, congratulations to him. But lucky, he, I mean, like, that's, I mean, it's a teachable moment, whether you make it or not in that situation, but hopefully that coach understands, like, dude. I mean, that's that would be worse. So what would be worse, being on a relay team and having a teammate get you DQ'd, or racing and having your coach get you DQ'd? <laughs> like, I mean, I pro- the coach because he's not even supposed to be yeah, doing anything. Yeah, I feel that. Um, what I would say is how much emotions was probably going through the guy who took first, and also the guy who took third. Um, yeah. Just because the guy who took third would have been second if the guy who won actually DQ'd. And they had taken second, would have right. walked he would have away as a champ it. for sec- second well, champ. And I, mean, I mean, oh, yeah, he would have walked away as a second champ, but he's already in state. I'm not yeah, worried yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, I know what you're saying. But, like, the third-place runner had a chance at being in state if the other runner DQ'd. Unless they all three qualified by time, which I don't think 
Probably no, I I don't know what the standard would have been off the top of my head, but I don't think any of the guys that ran fast enough. To yeah, the guys at the guys at this section are towards the back end of the okay. state field. That's that's tough, man. I I think there's. Yeah, I mean, if I was an official in that situation, there's a rule for a reason, and you DQ them, and then at the end of the day, like they're having to have that conversation with the kid, which is rough. Yeah, but. You know, and everybody would be like, well, let the kid, you know, play. It's not the kid's fault. You're right. It's not the kid's fault. But the other, you know, got kid that finished second and third, they didn't have their coaches running around mm-hmm. with them. And yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I just. The two kids that went to state are the two kids that probably should have gone to state. Mm-hmm. They, but you still need to follow, you know. Yeah. You still have to, you follow, have to follow the rules. The rule book. They're, it's yeah. there for a reason. If it's a stupid rule, then change it in the off season. Like that's mm. what that's, that's for. Yeah, and I mean, watching the race, too. Like, he, he waited and picked his moment and went when he needed to. Like, he just sat in the draft the whole time. And, I mean, it's 90 degrees out and hot and gross, and they're handing water out to the kids as they're running and stuff. Like, it's a, a road race and whatnot, which was good because it was just too hot uh, for them not to. But, yeah, I mean, it just watching it, I, my jaw dropped, and the people I was sitting with, too, were like, what is he doing? Like why, why are you why are you running alongside the track, especially when people aren't supposed to be in there? Yeah, so no, that's too bad. Well, it's good that the kid's still going. Yeah, he still gets to go and he still situation. gets to compete and wish him nothing but the best. But yeah, it was just it was one of those. I I was watching it and I'm just like, no way. So, well, and obviously this upcoming week now tomorrow it's currently Tuesday, June sixth. Uh, tomorrow on Wednesday is the beginning of the Division One Outdoor Track and Field Championships uh, that are actually taking place in Austin this year. Um, so I'm guessing the weather is going to be quite hot. It's going to be humid. Um, I know they start this stuff later in the day, so the athletes can at least you know, be in the cooler weather when the sun's going down and everything. But... Um, when we did regionals down there, when I was at Gonzaga and everything, we had our athletes have ice towels and ice vests and all kinds of different things just because the heat itself is something that's kind of crazy to deal with when you're warming up and sitting around. So um, what are you guys' takes going into the track and field championships this year? We probably can, you know, next time we're here, talk a little bit more about you know what we thought about everything, obviously, when it's finished, but anything you're looking forward to? Um, I would say I'm pretty excited just to see it overall. Um, we're going to see some good times out of the hurdlers, the, the 110 hurdlers, the 100 hurdlers for female. Uh, we're going to see some good stuff out of the sprints. I, I feel Dude, in general, the sprints, the sprints it, it's going to be insane. Like tech, just in general, like Texas this year, first of all, is like two of the, I think there's three girls sub 11. They have two of the three girls sub 11 and they have four girls that are in that made it to finals, I believe. And which is crazy to me. I think there's a couple of 400 runners for on the woman's side. That's below 50 as well, which is going to be nice to watch. It's going to be a fast race. Yeah. Two women's that are sub 50, another girl from Texas and then a girl from Arkansas. I mean, I think speed wise looking at just track speed and whatnot. I mean, it's Texas's to lose going into this weekend. I mean, if they don't finish with a win in the hundred, a win in the 200 and, potentially one in the 400 it's probably a weekend that is going off the rails a little bit for them um but then the four by one they should walk away with that for sure 
Um, there's also, I mean, even in the 800, that LSU runners broke the two-minute barrier twice this season. So it's not just like once. is <laughs> somebody that's like consistently getting after it now too. What do you think about that, Steph? No, that's that's pretty sweet. Um, obviously, breaking under that two mark, breaking the two mark is hard to do. Um, and, and continuing to break it is, is something to be, you know, proud of just because of, you know, being able to run half a mile in less than two minutes. Um, yeah, that, that, that's tough. And obviously on the woman's side, you know, that, that's, that's really cooking. That's really cooking. Yeah. And, and just to touch on the 1500, so Jake, and I want your take on this, but Caitlin Tui, um, is trying to go for the 1500 meter. She's from NC state. Um, she needs to knock only six seconds off to break the four minute barrier. Can she, can she go sub four this weekend? And if she does, would you do a somersault into a cartwheel? (laughs) I don't know. It's, it's insane too, because she's going to, she's going to have a heat that can pull. I mean, right now she's seated at a four fourteen. But then I also like there's one, two, three, four, five. But her PB is a four oh six. Four yeah, her PB is a four oh six, but she's seated she's she's got such a heat to be able to do it too. I think there's um just a bunch of Pac twelve girls seated one, two, three right now in her heat, uh, from UCLA, UT Utah and Oregon and then Oregon and Washington as well. Like they all went four oh eight. I think that if that pack moves, I think she could. Um, but yeah, I mean that, that women's 1500 is going to be wild to watch because the, both heats are seated really, really close together and it's going to be whoever just has the legs at the end or whoever wants to try to make the move early Do it in that and, it, and it's going to be tactical too. Caitlin Tui is probably, you know, similar in a sense to, uh, Julian Alfred. So Julian Alfred from Texas trying to go for the one, two sweep. Caitlin Tui is trying to go for a 1500 and a 5k. Um, she currently is the collegiate record holder in the 5k. Um, and she's ran 17 seconds better than the second place person going into uh, nationals. So, I mean, if she does that double, that's, that's crazy. Like a 1500 and a 5k, like those are such different races. I know both of you know this too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, honestly, I, I see like some professional athletes on the woman's side that actually get after both the 1500 and the 5k. Um, and honestly the 1500 meter, I don't know if it was the record, but I, I, I did see, um, someone, a, a lady, a woman actually dropped at 349, 1500 in a professional diamond league race. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> I, t- I mean, that time is nuts for anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but just yeah <laughs> throw anybody on the track for that and yeah. that's my insane. gosh well, three, who is uh, the 349 who is the athlete that went like she she ran really well at a major marathon and then went and doubled in a 1500 and a 10k oh um, who was it a, you're talking is it is that mercy i think so mercy chilanget yeah from alabama okay so my guess is she's also doing the 5k um but she's trying to repeat as a 10k distance champion um she has, uh, let's see. So I, so again, Caitlin too is trying to win the five K. My guess is Mercy's in the five K as well. 
Um, cause my, there's no way she's just doing the 10 K. Um, but I believe mercy Shalon got is the one that you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, well, no, hold on. It was Sifan Hassan. Yeah, Hassan. Hassan. Yeah, Sifan Hassan. So, um, she won the London marathon and then ran a world lead 29, 37. Um, oh, you're not talking about a collegiate. No, no it wasn't okay. collegiate. Uh, so yeah, she ran a twenty nine thirty seven, and then she ran the fifteen hundred as well, and won um, the fifteen hundred, um, which is yeah, ridiculous. That sounds crazy though. We already know. Yeah, she 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 is crazy. Going back to that three fifty nine, three forty nine. Yes, sorry, uh, three forty nine, uh, fifteen hundred. It was actually done by Faith, uh, Faith Kepiagan. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, just butchered it, but it's okay. She ran a 349.11. Where did she do that? Uh, it was at the Florence Diamond League. Okay, so another professional. Yeah, it was a professional. Yep, I think okay. I said professional in the beginning. We, we jump we jump all we're, over we're, the place. Forget the visual and and We're talking about <laughs> track. <laughs> just track, track in general. No, I, um, I think it's going to be interesting, though, assuming that Tui makes it um, through going back to collegiate. Um, assuming Tui makes it through in both the 15 and the 5K, I mean, that's going to be an interesting double because she run she would run at 8:12 on Saturday for the 15, and then have the 5K after at 9:55. So like a little over an hour and a half, she's hour 45. To you're talking about Caitlin Tui, yeah. right? Yeah, yep. she's doing both of them. But if she makes finals in both, though, just 5K talking about is just a one. Yeah, one it, time thing. Five finals. and the ten K is just finals. Fifteen hundred is prelims. is a prelim final. So the everything has a has a. Oh, uh, that was steeple. Whoops. Everything has a. Pre, is she in steeple too? No, nope. I was looking at the wrong event. <laughs> I, was like, I no scrolled way. down too far. Um. So yeah, that I mean, there's a lot going on there. I I think this whole meet is Texas's to lose. That Texas should should walk away for the women uh, as the champ. I mean, Florida has the number one long. Um, don't forget Arkansas won for both men and women and could be the first program in history to win both men and women indoor and outdoor if they have a good meet and if Texas kind of stumbles a little bit, yeah. which could happen. Um, Oregon's got the leader going into nationals in the shot in the discus, um, California and the hammer. What's crazy is Nebraska that and the jazz. we talked about, uh, a few weeks ago about how Minnesota was ranked for outdoor track and field, and now they're not even on the list anymore. Just kind of fell off of the a little season, bit. Man. Hey, go Badgers, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm Wisconsin. of the season, man. Um, I think the men are up to 17th now. Nice. Yeah. Are they? See if they can make a run in nationals. Make a run. They got a couple of guys going. Um, I think they have a guy in the 100. They have a guy in the 800. A couple of throwers, 10K. You, you want to know who has the worst – Uniforms in Michigan. NCAA history. Hey, get out of here. No. <laughs> you don't like Indiana's, do you? I, I, I was going to say Indiana, yes. I knew I, you were going to say that. I hate it with a passion. So it's the next disgusting. jerseys we get are going to be a Indiana candy cane type jersey. That's okay. Make them better. Hey, make that's better. okay. Make I don't, have, I don't have to wear them. I don't make have to better. wear them. <laughs> Red and green. Make it a Christmas candy cane. Yeah. Well, hey, I don't have to wear them, so I'm not worried about it. <laughs> You'll have to coach them, though. You hey, have hey, to. All I'm saying is, man, those those uniforms were just atrocious. They were just disgusting. Did not like them. 
um man they were just so bad i'm just like you, you I get it. It's 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 history, right? That that's their that's their main design that they have going in through that school. But man, yeah, they need to, they need to get something You're fresh in there. I am not a fan. Well, well, when we get video going on, maybe we'll do some like uh, I top, genuinely top five jerseys that we love and hate. I genuinely so, wish. Jake, and what are we doing the videos? Don't ask me. I don't know. Are you, are you looking up their uniform right now to see what it looks like? No. <laughs> I just I wish I could see you in it just for giggles. Me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see everything. See all of my reactions. <laughs> um, Steph just breaks the on, mirror. On, no. the, on the men's side, I think Arkansas is probably the favorite going in with Georgia. Um, Florida and LSU will both be up there as well. Um, but I think those are probably going in the the favorites um, from everything. I mean, there's even looking at like the one and the two, like there's different guys that are leading going into that. You got the one ten hurdles and that's a different team than both the one and the two. The 400 is a different team than the one, the two, the one ten hurdle, the 800 guys. I mean, like it's just across the board. It's just different. You know who I think is going to put up a lot of points for Georgia? Matthew Bowling. That guy's big a, fan though, honestly. Big fan. That guy's a dog. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Literally, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Insane. I mean, he's probably gonna be in what long jump, 100, 200. He's probably also gonna be in the four by four. And I will let you know how fast how he is. How many relays in the is he gonna do? He's gonna do all the relays. Is he gonna do the four by one yeah. and the four by four? Yeah, he, yeah. he he's gonna do it. He he's a forty four split. The thing is, I he would won't be, be surprised if he didn't. He won't be in prelims. They'll have him sit set out, I'm guessing, for that because he's got too much going on. Um I mean, to him, what's a hundred? <laughs> yeah, he could probably do the four by one if they really want him to. But if he's also thinking more of focusing on um, his individual stuff, I could see him probably at least sitting out prelims and I then mean, he'd be in the I finals. I mean, yeah, individuals. The only thing he's going to be going through really is is one hundred, two hundred long jump. Yeah, individual events. Yeah. Everything else is going to be relays, four by one, four by four. Is mm. he the leader in any of those events? I think he's like top five in like all three of those events. Okay, so Kari Marzinski, except nationally. Yeah, no, I know Division One. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. Come on, just let us have. He actually time. has chances to win any of his events that he's in. If I'm being completely honest, I mean he could. The, the field is so deep this year. I mean, and it is every year, but they're saying that because of the red shirt, medical red shirt, COVID yeah, year, the six like year kids, the, the fifth and sixth year kids this year next year and the following year are going to be years where there is athletes on the men's and women's side that are just more experienced in college. They're more, and now that there's at that division one level, now that there's money for these athletes, not just scholarship money, but like real money. NIL. Yeah. So, I mean, some of these kids are just going to stick around and that you might as well get paid doing track and field when, you know, if, going professional hey, is extremely hey, difficult. If I'm so, being honest, I did read a, read a post that said that NCAA sports is going to become the new professional sports just because a lot of kids are actually transferring, committing, decommitting, depending on where the money is going to be. It, yeah. it, it's just like free agency for an NBA player. They want to go where the money is, right? You want to go to the best team that's going to give you the most money. It, it, it just happened with Michigan. Um, even, uh, Hunter Dickinson just said it when he when he was um, interviewed about it. You know, he was basically saying like it, it, it wasn't the program that he was leaving. You know, it, it was the money, it's right? Money, yep. Obviously, he realized that where his ceiling is going to be. Obviously, he's one of the best co college uh, basketball players in the country. Doesn't mean he's going to make you know headway in the NBA. Where did he go? He he went to KU. Kansas, KU. Yeah, yeah. So so he went to KU. Rock chalk um, Jayhawk. 
Although but, Kansas but, is losing like three, three, they've lost like two, two guys yeah. in the last mm-hmm. week because yeah. because of this. Whether it's starting time in their group that they've got, or whether it's money is going to be allocated differently, so they, there might be players coming to Michigan still. Well, well, no, see, see that the thing <laughs> is, I don't even talk about Michigan right now for basketball. We'll, we'll just, yeah, that's all, that that's under the bridge. It's all okay? about football. It's, it's all about it's football. all about football. Look, don't say. Well, look, no, I was going to say Hunter Dickinson. Hey, hey, look, but, but going back to it, Hunter <laughs> Dickinson. Hunter he, he Dickinson just, can he, stay out. I'm fine with him being gone. Hey, I it's don't want to okay. hey, get out of here. Look, look, all I'm saying is that he went to Kansas because Kansas offered him six digits. That's something that Michigan was not able to do, right? Can you imagine as a college athlete? And again, I'm happy college kids are getting paid, but what? Six yeah. digits. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yes. this is. <laughs> yes. So okay, here's my other thing. <laughs> you too. better pan out. <laughs> like, hey, hey, he, hey! You guys your took him. You guys took him. So hey, that's you know. what I'm saying is, you better pan out. That's a lot of barbecue money going to him. I was looking at what Matt Bowling is doing this weekend. Uh, he is in the 200 four by one and four by four. That's all he's listed in. That's all he's, he's listed in. The long. Yeah. Mm. He's not doing long. He's not in one. I'm guessing he's not because they have other athletes that can do it. That are. Is good or even better than him at that. Yeah. Well, nobody from Georgia. There is a guy from Minnesota in the one, but I don't see anybody from Georgia in the one. So he must have just not. Well, you have to qualify through regionals. So. Yep. Uh, so I'm I'm and I'm guessing too. He's probably just more focusing on that stuff since that's kind of more. Quali- his, even if you qualify through regionals, can't you just say I don't want to run that race at nationals too? Right? Can't you like? Uh, I would imagine because then it would just go to the next. The next person. That's yeah. Next in line, person. Right? Yeah, you could do that. I'm gonna look at his stuff on T first. Because like, I, but if I'm they have a sure. chance to win the four by one and four by four, which I'm sure Georgia does, yeah, they well, they probably would man. rather have him not do as much as he needs to. So at regionals, he might have not competed at even regionals. Well, for some I, of those I, other I, I watched him. Yeah, he competed in, in those events. Yeah, he competed at regional. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, at least the first. Yeah, the first round. That's regionals, right? Yeah, yep. first round. I'm pretty sure he competed in long jump. If I if I'm not mistaken, but. Four by four is going to be tough. There's already a team that has the the collegiate record, dude. Um, that's running as well. I forgot what team that the is. Four by four times are have no, been no. Stupid. They're insane. They're 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 sub the, three. The minutes. winning time for Division three four by four is like three oh six this year, which is which is it's, crazy. It's that's because that's crazy. Georgia at their prelims ran a three oh four. Can you imagine being a D three team and just showing two two seconds behind Georgia? But yeah, no, bowling, all he did was 200 four by one, four by four at prelims. Okay. They must have been just talking about long jump then. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But so yeah, lots of fun division one and we'll, you know, hit that up next week. Definitely. Cause we want to, we want to recap that. He was 18th at the SEC championships in the hundred. 18th. Yeah. Jeez. He must've just had he a ran bad a, day. He ran a 10, three, six. But you, you have to realize just, how deep the sec is insane the sec right is especially for sprints yeah they, uh, they that conference is sprints sprints and jumps that's what that conference they figured is. it out now that they, the the coaching the coaching that's in that conference is crazy too i mean like there's there's some incredible you like, got holloway over at uh florida which is yeah. insane yeah but even well i guess houston's not down south well, and I mean, they're not in the, the SEC. They're not in the SEC. That's what I meant. I will say with bowling, too, he only hit a 10-20 this year. That wouldn't have even put him in nationals. Slowest time in nationals is a 10-17. I say that's slow, that's, but, that's, you know. Yeah, yeah. close. <laughs> in, in terms of where these guys are seated. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I, he just wouldn't. I don't think he had it for the 100 this year, but he has it in the two. Um, and then obviously 4x1, four 4x4. Four four. But, yeah, no, SEC is ridiculous for sprints. It's insane. Wisconsin oh. has a guy everywhere from the 800, I think, to Steeple, which hey, is pretty sick. Hey, I think Michigan has a hurdler in there, right? Oh, Michigan has we a might need to do a fantasy 110. track and field here, guys, today. But this is this is crazy. Um, they have a guy. They have a guy in the 400. In do you remember when nine nine the 15? used to mean something like Olympic, like like it, it was like you run nine nine like you're an Olympic athlete. There are one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve guys <laughs> that are all running sub ten <laughs> at the national championships. Should I go again? <laughs> yeah. What'd you say? 400, 1500 in disc is what Michigan has. Okay. So the guy who was in what? I think it was in like East region. Probably. Um, He was a hurdler. He he won his heat in the first round. I'll tell you that. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> anyways, yeah. Second. <laughs> nine, nine for. The yeah. top 12 are all sub 10 in the one. Mm-hmm. Like You're going to go sub 10 to even have a shot to make finals. <laughs> Because it's top two and then the next best three. So yeah, but, but, but for, for Division One, they have first and second team All-Americans. So That's it, true. It, it, in retrospect, you still walk home with some hardware if you're, you know, top yeah. 12. So. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you do. But, the, I mean, it, and even the, the 200, there's there's two guys that are sub-20. And for some reason, they ended up in the same prelim heat. <laughs> I mean, how does that work out? It's unseated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're just how ticked oh, off. Yeah, there's a Florida. Here? There's a Florida guy at 19.6, and then Kentucky at 19.9, and then there's a there's Texas a guy, Tech guy in the third heat at a 19.9. Yeah, but get I, this: there's a guy 20.03 and 20.05 in the first heat too. Dude, I'd be <laughs> so pissed if I was uh, in that first heat with like with two 19 kids just because that second heat or that next heat that's you know in prelims. Oh, there is another 19 in the third heat. Mm-hmm. You said there is. I, yeah. yeah, I didn't see that okay. before. I was going to say, I'd be like, man, like, because anyone can just pop off there and they're going to go off what the, the fastest and prelims and what the next that fastest time. first heat is going to be the fastest heat. They, they could have all three, they could have all three uh, wild cards come from that heat. They, but they I think could. there's going to be more intrigue on the second heat because you basically have to win that heat. You have almost. to win that heat. And and let's say you win that yeah, heat and right. second place comes in faster than the, the second place came in on, mm. you know, the, in the first heat or whatever. And and the kid that you know ran a nineteen, there's two or three kids that's running a nineteen. You know, like you just never know what's going to happen, which is insane. Is there going to be a lot of wind, man? Because you not in Austin. Of, if oh, anything, if anything, it it's going to be like heavy humidity. So like it. You I'm think not, it's going to be very humid in Austin? I think it will. You said it's in Austin, right? Yeah. Some one of my 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 old roommate just moved down to Austin, so I should tell him to go check out some. National Dude, track. Yeah. Some, uh, I thought you were going to say, I'm just going to plan a trip quick <laughs> just, to Austin. <laughs> drive yeah. down. I mean, look, well. he just made it there like the other day. He drove down. So, you know, uh, why not, right? Help him move in. Leave tonight. <laughs> Leave tonight. Get down there. Um, yeah. So that's going to be fun. The 400 is pretty wa- wackadoodle do too. We got a, a 44 second guy in Heat 3. <laughs> um, it's from all Arizona 40. State. Like, they're all just going to be neck and neck, it feels like. That forty four six five is pretty crazy though. Um, Arizona State guy, yeah. The so eight hundred is going to be fun. That's fun to see that there's a forty four guy. I, I'm surprised with how many forty sixes there are um, this year at D one Nationals. I thought, I mean, again, 
it's not slow, but <laughs> Abdullahi Hassan, my guy in the eight hundred, eight hundred. We're uh, as we're going down these lists here too. I mean, man, that's gonna be fun. Lots of four four one forty sixes. Lots of one forty sixes. Yeah, especially in that third heat. Yeah. There's, gonna, there's four one forty sixes in that third heat. Second heat is pretty sporadic is throughout. Heat it's funny. Sure. There's there's four one forty sixes and then three one fifty ones and a one fifty in the third heat. They have the four fastest and the four slowest in that heat. <laughs> I don't know if that was worked out. This that is work? supposed to be random. Is this like our kids getting? Uh, hey, they did that on purpose. That <laughs> was purposely. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's they, they, they want they said hey some other people need to win some hardware this year <laughs> <laughs> oh man 1500 um talking about 349 that's basically the entire first heat so throw hassan into that you and then, walk away with the yeah. win and then heat two is There's like 339 to 353 this is all prelims so those are the way everything is seated for this year's nationals is, is ridiculous. So don't even look at the seating. It's just, wild. Just, just wait until the final results <laughs> and yeah, then we'll I see what happens. Because at the end of the day, it's a championship race. We don't know what the times are going to run. Um, They're all peaking for now. These kids, these kids are typically peaking for this. Yes. Week. Yes. But the, the, you know, the, 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 the back end of it, right? It, it's a championship race. People are going to race on what they need to do. Yeah. Not necessarily Not of what like they have what done. they have to or have done or have to do. It's what they need to do. So if, if it says winning the, the 1500 is, you know, not a 349 and let's say it's like a 355 because that's how slow they ran it. Like if that take, if that's what it takes to win, you know, that's what they're going to do. Yep. They're not going to overexert themselves just because, you know, they want to run for a time. They're going to want, they're going to run to win, not for time. So, yeah. Well, so hopefully everybody gets a chance to check in on that this week. Um, moving on to the next NCAA sport, women's softball. Wow. Oklahoma just keeps winning. Well, they almost lost. <laughs> but they got the W at the end of the day, right? <laughs> then oh, lose. man. That's 50. They have yeah. 51. Then UCLA 52. lose. Yeah. Uh, like a bunch of the schools that were supposed to be your heavy hitters this year in the tournament lost, right? Well, I think they're still in it. I think. Is, uh, no, we're down to the championship, too. So what is the championship title game? It's going to be Oklahoma versus Florida State. And that's 1-2. Yeah, the Seminoles, they beat Tennessee yesterday. Chalk was not the same. Like It wasn't chalk in the NCAA tournament for women's basketball, but it is chalk right now for the women's tournament for softball then. Um, And what is Oklahoma's win total at now in a row? Uh, It's 53, I think, or something like that. They're 59-1. and They had the record at like 49 or 50. It's like (laughs) two seasons. Of softball. That's literally two seasons, two full seasons of softball games That's right there. That's crazy. It, we talked about this early in our podcast year here, but we talked about like what is the most dominant NCAA program in any sport, any gender. And I think we said before like Oklahoma softball, and I think we could double down on that right now. Probably, honestly, yeah. Are, are we talking about at this like very moment? What's the most very moment? This very okay. Yeah. moment. Okay, that's a different story. Yeah. Okay. Not in, not in history. I mean, maybe just UCLA at the moment. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll we'll get there. We got a, we got lots of fun questions this summer <laughs> that we're gonna ask. Um, Would Steph, you not say Georgia? Not right now. No football. What they won two. <laughs> so did Oklahoma. Oklahoma's won like four in the last five. How many? How many have Oklahoma won? Oklahoma, this would be a three-peat. 
This, this would be a three-peat? Mm-hmm. But haven't they won like five in the last six? If they win this year, it's like five in the last seven years or some crazy thing. I'm going to look it up. Are you looking it up? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, they won their so first crazy. national title in year 2000. Um, let's see. They won 2000, 2013, 2016, 2017, 2021, and 2022. So since the turn of the century, they've won six. And since 2016, they've won four. Mm-hmm. What's, guess, George, what's Georgia football done? I, I, I guess that's just two. But like if we say that, you know, how, how many has Alabama won since 16? Was that like at least three? Probably three. But if you go since like 2012... Yeah, I mean, Bama, Bama's football is pretty awesome. But all I'm saying is, like, I don't think anybody touches. Like, Clemson's right. always been around with Bama. Whatever. We're not, we're not going right down now, that road. Right now, right now, I would say Oklahoma's Oklahoma, the most right now, dominant is, team. It's got to be. But what I will say, too, is it's going to be interesting to watch against Florida State. Florida State has played, I think, like seven more games than what Oklahoma has had to this year. Oklahoma should not underestimate Florida State. No, I mean, Florida State and Oklahoma have each had, relatively speaking, clean runs to the point that they've gotten. Neither of them have lost at this point, but it's all, it's a fresh slate. It's a best of three series game each night starting tomorrow night at the time that we're recording this podcast, um, June 7th, 8th, and then 9th if necessary. Um, it won't be necessary. I th- if we're all predicting right now, it's going to be two games. Oklahoma well, walks away. Here's my thing: is Oklahoma has been Florida State down. calling it right now. Steph's Oklahoma has been down in the Ever seventh since inning. I asked them to help me with my monitor in my office. <laughs> they've been down in the seventh <laughs> inning before this season. They've been able to battle back. I think to Oklahoma. Florida, yeah, they they were down. I think even in this tournament to Clemson, came back and tied it. They just had a scare against Stanford. I'm not. I'm. I'm going to cheer for the Seminoles all the way this weekend. I, I don't want Oklahoma <laughs> to win, but Oklahoma will win in two. I want Game Three. I don't know who I'd pick. <laughs> who doesn't that want Game Three? I, Everybody wants everything. To I go. think. I think there. You could make the case for Florida State. I. I just. It's hard to go against Oklahoma with the season that they're having I, I and say, the team that they I have. I say if Florida State wins Game One. Oklahoma if, has the better coach. If Oklahoma has the better athlete. No, I. If they yeah. win game one, which is they, possible, they, which is possible, Florida State has a chance of winning the national championship. But they have to win game one. They so, cannot lose game one. So tomorrow night, tomorrow if, night, when Oklahoma wins game one, do you change your opinion? <laughs> hey, if hey, Florida State hey, Florida wins State game win. two, <laughs> <laughs> then Look, they have what? a shot. <laughs> then they have a shot. Hey, hey they have a Go shot blue. regardless. But if wait a minute. <laughs> Look, if they can if they can steal a first game, it just makes it that much easier for them. But I mean, obviously the pressure's on if you steal game one. The pressure is on, right? Because you're playing against the net. You're right. I mean, Oklahoma have they had pressure this? Well, they were down. You said the other night, right? Yeah. They came back and won, so that was probably Mm -hmm. a good test for them to be honest. And their coach is probably dang happy that they. But the crazy thing is, like, they haven't lost a game. If they lose a game in this series, like. How much does that mess with Oklahoma's mental overall, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do they say, "Oh, we can actually lose this," or does that bounce them back and say, "Hey, we gotta get after it"? I more? mean, if they give, if they give Florida State, if they, if they do lose, or if that game is really, really tight or goes extra or whatever, 
like they they're giving Florida State a chance to cling on to like, hey, we can do. They, well, so they're so giving Florida State belief. Yeah, because if you're yeah. in Florida State's camp, you believe you can win it. But so if the, you're given, yeah, belief, I mean, I mean, the difference as well with these two teams is that obviously we we sought for Oklahoma to be where they are. We never doubted they weren't going to be in the national championship, right? The thing is with Florida State. They're riding a momentum wave. Yeah, but they were supposed to be there too. Momentum staff. wave. There's a bunch of teams. They're that number could have been two there. in the country. Right, coming in, they were ranked three. Who was two? Tennessee, um, was it UCLA, or what? It was. It's not somebody that made it. I can tell you that much. They are the number two team for what the tournament after Super Regional. For yeah, Super after Regional. Super Regional, making it to basically the Elite Eight. They were the they were second the best, second best team or second team. highest ranked team. Okay, but they they've. I think everybody wanted, yes, everybody that was in the was the left region or the right, whatever it is, that Florida State was in. Everybody's like, "Hey, we have a shot because Oklahoma's not in this region." <laughs> so Florida State, right? They weren't in Oklahoma's region mm-hmm. to get to the final. Well, I mean, yeah, right. So course. who did Oklahoma just beat? Oklahoma has beat no, um, the last game, Stanford. So they beat Stanford. So if Stanford and Florida State had switched places, Stanford would be in the national title. Which I will. Florida State would be saying, like, shoot, we're in Oklahoma's region. I will say Stanford played Oklahoma. They they lost 2 0 to Oklahoma um, in the second game of this. Which shows they've got world series. But you can't necessarily say Stanford's going to be in the national championships if they just flopped. You you do realize they went through Tennessee to get there, right? Yeah. Stanford had to go through Alabama, Washington um, to get to Oklahoma. Uh, Florida State went through Oklahoma State, which Washington, is, is and Tennessee. Team. Washington's Washington a pretty good is, team. Oklahoma State's a pretty good team. Like all the right, teams Oklahoma here. Oklahoma State good, in Stillwater, but, didn't they? Huh? Or it wasn't, doesn't, wasn't Stillwater like a regional? This was all in Oklahoma City. Oh yeah, so that's basically yeah. Oklahoma State. <laughs> basically, <laughs> that's it's, it's that's basically a home game yeah, for Oklahoma. Game for I was I was withholding that, but you know, it's at the uh, USA Softball Hall of Fame complex. I mean, that's so, that's what's tough too. So, so with anything, Oklahoma's Florida, built State, so. Florida State has all the momentum right now. That's that that goes back. That even they goes have, back to my case. They have nothing in their <laughs> corner right now because they're playing in Oklahoma to win a national championship against the number one team in the country, maybe the number yes. one. So, well, maybe the number one softball program in the history of softball, but they've already they've already proven that they, that with the record that they've won fifty three in a row or whatever it is. Well, they're going through a dynasty, which sucks. They are. They they're, and they're going and they're through the, a dynasty. They're the they're the host for the championship. Like I mean, they're not the host, but their their ballpark is. This would be like if Nebraska, not even Nebraska, because they're in Lincoln. This would be like if the U of O Omaha was like the best hockey team in the world and they host, well, no, the best baseball team in the world and they hosted the college world series. I mean, that's what it's like, you know, and none of those teams right now are doing that. So yeah, Oklahoma Sooners got all the chips in their corner and how much are tickets for the world series, by the way, I will look college it world series. Cause like it's in Nebraska, right? We can just drive down there. Yeah. Oh, no, that's, that, that's a yeah. lot of fun. You have to typically get them. Uh, I, I actually have, I have an in for that. And yeah. I've been down there, and I can get us tickets if you guys yeah, want to do that. <laughs> I'm dead serious. So next year maybe we, we look at it, but this year I'm pretty sure we can't get them now. I, I mean, def- I definitely go. I I've never been to like a college world series. Dude, we should do it. Game, so that's a That'd fun thing. And honestly, the first couple rounds are great because then you get to see every team, and you get to buy a hat, and it matters more than one day. <laughs> <laughs> you get to watch them two yeah. days. Um, so if 
Are you looking it up right now? I'm looking at the softball one. The cheapest ticket right now is $53. That's awesome. That's actually not. That's that's a really good price. Yeah. Okay. Well, the College World Series is It's different. probably like double that. Maybe triple. Uh, well, and like too, it's it's a softball diamond, so the playing field is a little smaller. smaller. You're a little closer to the action yeah. and stuff too. Plus, I mean, if you've ever been to a softball game, the atmosphere is awesome. No, no. So, like, the cool thing about softball, right, is that, like, the team actually gets way more into it than I think it, the, than the baseball team does. Yeah. If I'm being, because all you hear is just the, the, it's the just girls chanting, are ch- chanting and, right? Yeah. And cheering and chanting and stuff like that. You, you don't see that in baseball. Mm-mm. It's quiet as heck, right? Baseball, they're just standing up on the rail like. Yeah, good. <laughs> right, right. So like, so, 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 getting all of the emotions, well, right, and and uh, the fire that comes with being on the sideline. I feel like college baseball is a little different than pros. Pros, yeah. yeah. There's there's a little more energy that I Dude, think you can get good seats. Oh, hold on, let me see. <laughs> you can get you can get decent. Oh, those are two hundred and five. These are. You can get tickets to the game for like thirty five bucks, but it's like nosebleed. I don't and, care where I sit. And honestly, game, like, like I'm, I'm gonna see. It's gonna look. It's the not same. like Michigan's playing. <laughs> That's per actually game. they typically, might be still playing. I don't know. Typically, Michigan I, has a pretty good baseball Michigan, team. So uh, baseball I think program. Indiana was the last team playing in the super regional. Uh, I was watching that. We're gonna get to this in a second, but okay. uh, the uh, typically you buy them kind of like you buy NCAA basketball tickets. So you buy like for, you know, the, the weekend or the, the morning series of games and then the afternoon series of games. So you're typically buying for more than one, one game. So if you bought for like the two games that are morning, early afternoon, like a a 10 and a 1 PM game, like you get those two and it's like 80 bucks, 75 bucks or something like that. And then you get the afternoon game and it's another 75 bucks or the afternoon too. So do they just check if you're just sitting there all day? They're going to check your ticket? No, you just like you get in and you get in for like the first two with your ticket. And then you leave, you can leave, you have to leave after the first game and then you come back in. Oh, Oh. I was going to say, you're able to just sit there all day and just just watch all the games, you know? (laughs) Um, I know where Jacob's going to be hiding. (laughs) It's not that hard. Definitely not in the bathroom. (laughs) Um, also side note, I was looking to see where, cause with the bracket and stuff for college world series for softball, I was like, where did the two seed fall? Uh, yeah, they lost both their games in the regional. It was UCLA and they lost to grand Canyon and Liberty. Yeah. I remember seeing that on there. I didn't, I forgot it. <laughs> I forgot that happened cause it was so long ago. <laughs> these, these tournaments for baseball and softball run for like ever. Uh, forever. Yeah. Like. They really it's like do. a month. Which, don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining because it's it's a lot of great. I mean, action it, it, and if, content. If, if we're being honest, it's like the same thing with like March Madness. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it goes on for like a month, right? Because we're ha- we're having games. Well, it's like, like everything else. But basketball's gone on for what two months already now. Yep. Yeah. So, like for the NBA, so like it is. It, it's postseason stuff, but it's fun and it it gives us stuff to talk about, right? <laughs> so college World Series. Let's move. We're moving women's uh, World Series. will Again, touch on the finals next week. We already got our picks. Jake and I can't remember who you took. You you were kind of waffling. Uh, it's Steph. not the it's not the Boston Lakers or anything like that. So, so you don't care. You're just not even, you're not even putting a takedown. Okay, to be honest, my thing is or well, wait, are we talking 
College, women's college. college. Okay, he was um, NBA. He was talking Oklahoma, NBA. Florida. State. I heard, I heard NBA. You, you heard finals. That's I, what you heard. Yeah, you Oklahoma, heard Florida State. <laughs> Steph's got Florida State in three. Is Oklahoma that right? in three. You got Oklahoma three. I got Oklahoma in two. It's probably gonna be Oklahoma in three. Watch but, Florida State know. in two, guys. <laughs> right? Well, None of us with the way we predict, probably. <laughs> um, That'd be crazy. So moving on to the College World Series, we actually so we're in the Super Regionals now. Um, Wake Forest is, was, is the actual one seed in uh, college baseball this year. They walked through their, uh, their they, they They have one of the better programs in college for baseball. Oh, and this year for sure, too, because like they've, they're the one team that they keep saying is, is going to keep an SEC team from winning this year. Um, and they'll actually get a test of that in the Super Regional against Alabama, who is the 16 seed. Um, so they do get, you know, the worst of the region hosts to come in to where to their house now for the super regional. Um, so Wake Forest plays Alabama, um, Stanford, uh, won theirs and they were supposed to, they ended up beating Texas A&M, um, which was a dog fight. They had to win two in a row to Texas A&M, um, to get through, but they did. And they're the eighth seed and they played against a surprise story in Texas who, I mean, can Texas ever be a surprise story? No, <laughs> but, th- but Texas beat Miami, um, in the, uh, Miami regional. How crazy if they would have, if they made it like one and done, you want to get, you lose a game, you're done. And you're out. Like if it, they made the college, at that like, point, like, though, college, like March madness at that point though, what I would love to see then is like 128 team field. That way it's <laughs> yeah. just, that's true. That's kind of, I'm not going to lie. I love how this is done though. This is really cool. Mm-hmm. I actually wish they did this with college basketball. Could you imagine if they did this? But there'd be less, ball? there'd be less teams. Because they'll be playing more games. They'll have a series. Yeah. It's the same amount of games. It's, it's, it, well, yeah, they'd be playing more games than they mm. do now. No, no, no. What I'm saying is that there would be less, like, teams because it, it, it would go down from, what, 100 and what? It would go down from, like, the 68. Six, well, 68 to, to, like, probably, like, half that. Probably, like, like 32 or yeah. something. They wouldn't have as so, many teams in there. But I do think it would be fun to have some sort of regional, like, series. you have, like, the four teams at each host site or whatever. And then, but there's 64 teams you know, in, the winners, college, in the college baseball playoffs. Mm-hmm. But baseball, You're saying they couldn't do that with basketball. They could do that, but baseball and basketball are two different sports in terms of physical demand. I feel like. Yeah, because I mean, like, how many times did you what, guys play high school? Hey, I mean, I, know I, mean, I guess college, like I, I guess like ball, a, I guess like, like AAU. I would play like two games a day, mm-hmm. two or three games a day at times, or even like back to back days. I'd have like multiple games. So like, I, I can't really say like they can't do it in college basketball because it, just, it, it, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then you go to the next site. I, yeah, they I could do it. They I, could I do, do it. feel though, like the higher level, right. Of, the, more of, of, of the more intense is going to be, gonna on be body, right. Intense. So, so, yeah. So playing baseball, right? Like obviously, there's a lot of demand that comes from it, but for the most part, you're standing in one probably spot for the you know most of the game, mm-hmm. right? In basketball, you're running up and down the court on average is probably about three to five miles per yeah. person, depending on how how uh, much you know how much they're in the game, right? I mean, you think about how much up and down the court there is in basketball versus baseball. There's like on average eight minutes of action where the ball is, like, in play and stuff like that. Now, that was before we had things like the pitch clock and all the pace of play stuff in order. But I do think that it would be fun to see something like this for basketball. Because you're, you're seeing, I mean, and I guess it's more like an NIT situation because the host team is the better seeds and mm-hmm. you actually would go to their locations. Um, but I don't know, you guys see more games and... 
you know, at the end of the day, you're probably, you're going to have the best teams going through. So it's yeah. going to be harder to knock off. You know, now you get the 16 seed beating a Purdue. Well, unfortunately, if you beat Purdue in a situation that's like Purdue still cause, has two more games. Baseball, <laughs> no, Purdue can lose one more. Oh, I guess. Right? Yeah, so if it's, you, it's if still double. Yeah, yeah. Double elimination. Yeah. Okay. So Purdue would go to the loser bracket of it. And now you get to see a 16 seed play the eight or nine, which they did. They lost to Flor- uh, Florida Atlantic. FAU, right? Yep. So then FAU waits and FDU, well, Memphis would be playing Purdue and the winner of that then would play FDU and the winner of that then goes to play Florida Atlantic and you got to beat them twice. So I, I just think it could be fun basketball. All, all I'm going to say is that there's only a few teams that can make it far in the NCAA tournament from the Big Ten and when, we're coming to ba- when it's coming to basketball. There's this only, might help the Big there's, Ten. There's, there's only a few teams, though, <laughs> that can get past the first and second round. There's not many teams that can do that in the Big Ten. Yeah, I, both I, teams are from Michigan, too, <laughs> that typically can get past. Well, yeah, Indiana Michi- can. So Michigan, Michigan State, Indiana, Wisconsin, um, and then Ohio State, the Ohio State. Those are the five teams, <laughs> I think. I, I mean, think the Gophers went to a Final Four back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. I'm talking about like now. Now, now that can actually <laughs> probably do that. He had to throw the back in the day in there just to help himself. Just give me the year off the top of your head, Jake, and that Wisconsin went to the... Let's see. We had 14-15, um, 15-16, 16-17. Do you so want me to keep going? In a row. Yeah. And, oh, don't forget about 13-14. Well, that's too far back. When was the last time you Minnesota even made it to you the first back round? In the day. I'm not a Gopher okay, fan. Okay, 2012. Oh no, 20, I'm not no, a Gopher fan. Two years ago, fan. I think they made it. To Wait, the, time the first out. Round. Time out. Can what? I just put put this out on PJ? <laughs> I am not a Gopher fan of any sport. So, but he so don't ever. Don't. But he brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bring up Minnesota. Yes, you did. Yes, you just. Okay, you wait, said I said Minnesota went to a Final Four. I thought you were back naming Big day. Ten teams. Like, we're not putting Northwestern in this category. We're not putting Penn no, State. No, because no. they've the never been team. there. Because they named the five teams. They said right now. Right now, the right five teams that now. can do it. Like, it's only it's only five that, right. that has been consistently <laughs> up there in, in the tournament. And so that you're can not make putting it Iowa there? No. Uh, no. Okay. Women's, yeah, I'll put women's up there. Caitlin Clark. But when she leaves after next year when she leaves, Iowa's yeah, not going to be up there anymore. Are we talking about college world series? Or are we talking about women's basketball? Women's college basketball right now. Well, we were talking about the final four in men's college basketball. Yeah, along with baseball. baseball. You're right. We're just we're you're you know right. we're we're, we're, we're right. PDA. We love all sports. We love all sports. Um, As you can see, we're all into it. <laughs> you know, what? The, I, I'm just trying to get through these games so we can just talk about just. But yes, we're good. I like it. I like what we're doing. <laughs> but. One SEC team is going to be knocked off because LSU plays Kentucky. Both walk through their regional. South Carolina and Florida. Uh, so that's going to be exciting. You're, 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 get out of here. Nope. <laughs> Tennessee and Southern Miss. Southern Miss took out Auburn. They actually beat Penn, which would have been the first Ivy League school to, to get to the Super Regional round. Um, and they knocked Penn off twice to get there. Um, so... Southern Miss is playing Tennessee. Tennessee actually beat Clemson, who was the four seed. Um, How so much would it suck to be a home seat, right? And then you lose. In like the regular regional or yeah. the super regional? Both. Either or. It doesn't and matter. Either. Regional would be embarrassing because you're like top 16 in, team in the country and you've literally got everything in your in your house. Whereas a super regional, it's like these are the best six teams 
16 teams in the country so you could potentially lose a three-game series to like i i do feel that but i will say you're a home seed of all of all sports (laughs) i feel like baseball matters the least when it comes to home field advantage you're not you're not not wrong just you're not wrong like because if you're if you're swinging the bat wall you're swinging the bat wall if you're pitching well you're pitching well and like it's just it's a game of you know who's hot who's not kind of so i feel like it's it obviously sucks to lose your regional yeah. and whatnot, but I feel yeah. like it happens a lot more often than you would maybe think. But that's why they have teams, though, mm-hmm. right? So it's not really individual. So if one yeah. person is hitting bad, the other person should be able to step up, right? Yeah. Or if the one person is pitching bad, yeah. that's why you have multiple next, pitchers. Next right? man up. But so, at the same time, yeah, if you if hard. you let up you know, four or five runs and your bats just aren't there as a team and you're struggling against a great pitcher, like you just have to ride it out and hope that he makes a mistake. Your team gets going on the other side, you know, that's true. That's true. So, well, and then, so this is interesting too. So the other side, we got Florida, South Carolina, which you mentioned, both of those teams were supposed to get through. They did, but only one of those sec teams will go to the world series. And then Virginia versus Duke, uh, Duke was supposed to lose to coastal Carolina, a bunch of other smaller shots. clears. Um, and then Virginia was a seven seed overall. Oregon came through and beat Vanderbilt and Xavier in that regional, which was crazy. Vanderbilt's pretty good. Vanderbilt is one of the best, yeah, baseball teams every year. Um, they got the pins, gold and black pinstripes. Those are pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so they're they're playing Oral Roberts. Oregon gets to uh, Oral, host Roberts Oral Roberts out of the Summit League. Yeah. That's that's big time. They their Summit League is actually baseball wise, they're getting a lot better. Every year they send somebody that's decent. And then to me, this is the most exciting one. And there's a lot of like story around this, but like TCU beat Arkansas, the third seed out of their regional. They've had a guy that had two homers in one game, three homers in another game. Um he's he had fifteen RBIs in one of the regional <laughs> games. So TCU, like, I mean, if you don't know him yet, you'll get to know him. But then Indiana State hosted their first ever regional as a 14 seed. They beat Iowa. They beat North Carolina. Um, and they they came through that regional, their regional, to now they're a 14 seed, but they cannot host the Super Regional because the Special Olympics, they're hosting the Special Olympics, the state, Indiana State Special Olympics, the same weekend. So... Wow. They didn't, they didn't so, have hotel space. So or I don't staff even know. So where is the super regional? It's not like That's they what just, I'm going to ask. It, Can you it, look it, this it's up? It's not like they have where multiple is colleges, you know, in Indiana or. You, like, well, Terre Haute, let me tell you. Like, like you got Terra Notre nope. Dame. You got, you got well, Indiana. Tara, you nope. I think my Indiana favorite State, part about where they were Purdue. playing. They're they're playing at uh, TCU. That's sad. Um, that is so sad that they're playing at the team that should not be hosting site because they can't host <laughs> they're not even playing in the state of indiana that's, that's what i'm saying like there's, like, there's, what there's, happened? there's there's so many other places in indiana that they could be playing in, what is like softball and baseball moving sites when our when we had to switch our host site for the umac championship we yeah. had to move up to we had to move up to st cloud basically Saint right next to where morris is yep and we couldn't do it just across town at msu mankato we couldn't do it caswell which is one of the biggest like softball field areas in the country like literally team australia hosted something here well they they hosted what is it the world championships or something like that they had like the usa team yeah and and, and honestly like how how crazy is that like we had to go all the way up 
Well, so, and they even talked about going up to like Northwestern, and both the coaches shot it down because they didn't want to go up there. I mean, it would have been faster Northwestern. It would have been, but I think it was also like Bethany earned the right, and like they didn't want to just give it to Northwestern because I think Northwestern's won. Wait, what? It was Northwestern they were playing in the game. I thought we played. No, I we superior. played Superior, but they were talking oh. about going up to Northwestern for that because Northwestern was still in the tournament yet and stuff, and I don't know. It was just a whole ordeal, I guess. I don't know. I don't know the whole story. I just know that Northwestern was Jake, an option. Jake, you got the ends with this kind of stuff. I, we expect not really. you to come, come prepared. <laughs> I just don't know it all, dude. <laughs> How is TC? But wouldn't you be ticked off if you're an Indiana State fan or a um, player and you, you go from like winning your regional and like, hey, guys, we're not going to Arkansas because they lost. We get to have TCU. And now you have to go down to Texas Mm-hmm. And you have to beat a team that is riding a wave. Like they've got their, their, I can't remember this guy's name, but he's literally got more RBIs in like one regional. They had 50. The difference between points was like 51 between them and other teams or something like that. And it's tied. It was like tied for the largest, or it was like the largest regional difference like ever or some crazy thing. That's the thing. And I, like, how would you like to play them now? And you're like, Hey, we're going to go to TCU. <laughs> I I don't know. I feel like a lot of times you get to this point in the season, and it's like it doesn't matter, doesn't matter where, where you're playing. You play. It's job's not done. Like I gotta mean, go. It's what Jake said. Is in, in baseball that there's really you know, thing. and I feel like even in general too. Like let's say we're supposed to, you know, we have the best team in track and field, and we get the right to host, um, you know, track championships. But then like there's uh banquet going on we can't use our track and then we have to go up another place you know like some of that stuff is just outside of your control that you won't be able to necessarily control that so i think part of it too is like just being able to say all right but would you see the you like could you see michigan or wisconsin saying oh hey guys we can't host this next super regional because uh we got something coming into town like well that first, would never happen michigan wouldn't host it would never happen else <laughs> Michigan wouldn't host anything else, but they, but they, it would just <laughs> never happen. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but I feel just like it also it also almost it almost endears you to that school though that they're willing to honor that commitment versus yeah. being like, all right, we can't now, we can't move because like I feel like that's something too in that community they what, what, always look what it, forward. Would it be to. the school or just the community? Would you say? I think it. I it's think the, it's, it's got to be the community. It has to be, co- has the to community. be the community. I wouldn't think it'd be the school. I think it's out of the school's control. Let's see what's t- what's Terre Haute's. I, I, I think yeah. Today. I think it's a uh, community thing. See, that's going what on I'm there. confused with though is like Terre Haute, like they they hosted nationals for cross country championships forever. How can they not host one other team in town? Like are they using the baseball field all week for this stuff? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it is that season. So, I mean, for the Special Olympics, probably. I'm sure they have, like, baseball games. But, like, couldn't they do some in the morning? Like, they're not going to be playing there all day, TCU and Indiana State. So, like, you get it ready for the but morning. A normal game lasts, what, like, two, three hours? Two, so, three hours, I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Right? So, if you got to play two or three hours... How many games are you playing much. a day? You played what two? One, one, two to three. I, yeah, two you play three. one a game in the super regional. Oh, well, one game it's, in the that's, super that's regional. That's what they're hosting now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you play one. It's it's like the college. World you said three Series. days though, right? You Thursday, said. Friday. Is it Saturday, Sunday, Monday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Whatever it is, I think it's, it's like Thursday, if you Friday, play one Saturday game, it's the best out of three. It's you play one game each day. Thursday, okay. Friday, so here, did you read the statement from the athletic department? Population's fifty-eight thousand, so it's like the size of Mankato. Have you read it? I haven't read it. Okay. Um, we'd like to take a moment to thank all our fan supporters and the entire Terre Haute community for the amount 
amazing outpour of support this past weekend at the regional. Due to prior commitments, accommodations not available in the community, preparing to welcome the Indiana Special Olympics for the 51st year, we are unable to host the Super Regionals in the coming week. There are, for, there are a variety of factors that come into play with the competition for resources and staff, with the potential for multiple large-scale events occurring in the area simultaneously and due to NCAA limitations on hotel distance from the field, there's a lack of hotel space to handle the accommodations required to house the visiting team, the support, the support staff for their games, and the ESPN production crew that would be in attendance. Finally, the personnel to run the event is a factor we must consider. After hosting the Missouri Valley Tournament and the Terre Haute Regional in back-to-back weeks, Keeping additional staff available that are not already working with Special Olympics has affected our potential workforce for another large-scale operation. We have a great relationship with Special Olympics coming to Terre Haute. We welcome them to our community this weekend and look forward to putting on another great event for them this year. As such, our baseball team will be heading on the road this weekend for Super Regionals. We look forward to you making the trip and cheering on the Sycamores as they continue postseason play on the hashtag Road to Omaha. Sweet. I think it is a good decision if they don't have enough room. Um, yeah. I think it's a super tough decision, but it's good that they did what they did, like you said. Because I, think, I think that event, based off of what they put together in that it's huge. write-up, it I is, think it's, it's a it's huge, huge event it's, for that community. Special Olympics is huge. Yeah. It, 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 it's not just like it's huge for the, just that community, but like it, as an overall. For those kids and those families, it, for those it athletes means the and world those families, to them. like that's, right. every, it, yeah. It, it's it basically like And it's the Indiana the State best. one, right? So I'm sure it's like, yes. a, it's like a, it's a sectional or a regional kind of a thing where you qualify it's, then for the next, yeah. next level. And you want to make that special for every one of them. So, mm-hmm. um, but do you think, so, so here's the question then from this, from this series, because I do think this series has the most like buzz around it of all like the super regionals for the, the men's baseball. Do you cheer for TCU because they have the best player right now in baseball, which has been really cool to see or not again, maybe not the best player in baseball, but his regional was incredible. Like what he did with the bat was amazing. Do you cheer for TCU because you want to see that at the college world series or do you just, do you cheer for Indiana cheer for Indiana state because of just that story right now? So my thing is how often do we hear about like, Indiana State. You don't in sports. I mean, the only thing you hear about Indiana State Larry in sports Bird. is Larry Bird. Yeah. Same thing with <laughs> teams like Oral Roberts, Southern Missouri, um, Max Atmos. Mississippi. Uh, you know, and teams like that, Southern like even Wake really Forest. Good. Like really you hear about Wake Forest, but a lot of times in basketball, it's like, oh yeah, Wake Forest. They played Duke. Was a close game. You know, or different things. Stanford and Texas, you hear about in football a lot. Florida, you hear about um, all the time. Virginia, you hear about in basketball a lot. Same thing with Duke. I think for me, like the you teams see like the colleges, you don't get to see in those big sports. Yeah, and I you want to see them so, kind of so, shine so you, and stuff. You, you want the underdog stuff. I want pretty much, like, even though Indiana, but Indiana State is, the is Indiana wants, State. He wants the one seed and the underdogs. <laughs> Indiana State right now is ranked like, as I'll a take top Tiger 16 in the field. team. So they aren't even necessarily the underdog. It's just no, they're not. They're supposed to win the series. They're but supposed now that to win the series. The road, it's kind of it, it's they're just on the road. It's away. Mm-hmm. So, but also the fact that, that they got awarded that seed going yeah. into regionals was cool because base in basketball we didn't see Florida Atlantic get awarded with a great seed, no. right? So like they did get awarded, and I like that. So I think I think for me, like I'll be I'll be excited to see. College like I want to see Indiana fun. State. 
to watch too. I want to see Indiana State make it to Omaha. Um, I want to see Southern Miss make it to Omaha. LSU, I think, makes it. Unfortunately for Oral Roberts, I'm taking Oregon. Go Ducks. Um, quack, quack. Virginia makes it. I'm going over that. Uh, Texas makes it. An upset of Stanford because it's Texas. Uh, Wake Forest over Alabama. And then Florida over South Carolina. Okay, so you got your picks in there. Yeah. I'm not picking. I'm gonna pick fair just enough because I can. <laughs> I had it my in PDA front of me. out there. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Wake Forest over Bama. Um, I Stanford struggled in their regional. They're hosting again. Um, I'm gonna take Texas, LSU, Kentucky, um, LSU. I think they're they're really good this year. They also have one of the best coaches in college baseball. Um, I guess I can't I choose Alabama Southern for Miss. anything because Alabama just had one of their coaches get fired for was it illegal gambling betting on games? That, yeah, what sport was was he <laughs> baseball? He was baseball. Really yeah. their baseball coach. <laughs> um, I'll take Southern Miss over Tennessee because I want them to beat Tennessee. Doesn't mean that Rocky Top won't win. Um, Good Rocky Top, <sighs> TCU, Indiana State. I think TCU will win. They're at home. I want Indiana State to win, though. Oregon, I'm going to take Oregon. I also want them to win. Virginia, I want them to beat Duke because I hate Duke. Um, and Florida versus South Carolina. I don't care about either of those schools because they're both SEC. <laughs> he and in Florida. a tie. He chooses Florida. <laughs> yeah. he chooses Florida. I defer to Steph. <laughs> 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 Who wasn't going to pick, but he did for me. <laughs> um, so that'll be, that'll be fun to watch. But... Um, so College World Series, looking forward to you. Right. Um, talk about it again next week. Talk about it again next week a little bit. Um, NBA. We got some time. We got a little bit of time because this guy, I know I know what that says, but this guy was late to the party. So just hold on. We're okay. Hurtful. He's got to leave. Steph has to leave it too. Oh. Uh, what? Uh, I mean, I'm, I was just bit. looking at time, but yeah. okay, no, we're good. Look. Hey, so what are we, what are we, okay, what do you want to hit? Okay, well, we, it's, you, you pick. We got baseball, we got hockey, and we got NBA. And and we, it just a little touch on it. Baseball's going to be short. Little, okay, let's do everything short and we'll end with basketball. Okay, let's do baseball. We're starting with baseball. Because I, I feel like we start basketball, we're not going to, we're not going to. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got you. I have basketball at the end. That's, so, <laughs> I'm okay. just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> <laughs> you would say that. <laughs> okay. Um, Baseball. So we'll just run through the standings here real quick. American East is insane. Um, legitimately, the last place team is one, two, three, four, five, six, ranked seventh place in uh, National League. <laughs> and I believe seventh place in the AL, too. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Well, ninth, ninth in the AL. So the AL's been insane. But Boston Red Sox are having a rough go. They lost three you can't in a even row. say that. Like, they've yeah, lost they've lost. They've lost three in a row, but you're still sitting 500. <laughs> there are so many other teams who are not even 500. Do you that think would Boston be could trade Cleveland, places. Detroit, Chicago, Kansas City? You think Boston and Kansas City or Boston and Detroit could trade divisions? <laughs> just straight up, just trade divisions, <laughs> not even players. I would just have more. More excitement there. Oh, uh, if you look at the Oakland A's, oh the my Oakland God. A's twelve and have fifty. They've given up a on negative. Oakland, Oakland has given 230 up two hundred thirty run differential. They, they Oakland has given up on the A's, and the A's have given up on Oakland. Steph, where are they going? 
They're going to Vegas. <laughs> aren't they? Aren't they going to Vegas or something like they're that? Going to Vegas. <laughs> um, so they're they're they've although that's out. not a that's not official yet. They uh, it's the it's, the it, vote is still it, it, tabled it, it, at the Nevada. They're gonna do anything they look, can. It's You're right. It's, it's getting it's, down. It's, it, it's, it will move. It will not be in Oakland for much longer. Let's move them to that. Green Bay. They already have the color scheme. Move them to Green Bay. <laughs> do you even want the? Brewers. Do you want the A's? You don't want the A's. You don't want the A's. What are you doing? It's another team in Wisconsin. Nobody. The they're are not going to cheer move. for the A's. You got the Brewers. No, man. I wouldn't cheer for the Nobody A's. Nobody would. Okay, then exactly. You don't even need them. In Match Wisconsin. the color scheme with the Packers. It's an AL team. Are they going to? So. Are, are, are you going to change Lambeau Field into a baseball field too? No, we'll just build it next That's to Lambeau. Moved. That's why they were going to move in the first <laughs> place. They used to play on the rate. The Raider man, that combo field. They're, they're well, have you so seen old. pictures of the Oakland Coliseum or? Well, yeah, the Coliseum before they put up that stupid, like, banner up top because nobody's going to sit up top anymore. Like, you used to be able to see the mountains and all that stuff, and then the they scenery. put up a wall. Yeah, it so was kind of like lacrosse, scenic. right, where, yeah. where you used to be able to see the mountains, yeah. you know, the scenery. And exactly. Now, now they have a whole facility. In now there. you're you just making fun of me. Salty. <laughs> Everybody's salty. Everybody's mad. We just started uh, baseball talk. I don't understand. So the Rangers, though, man, I'm just telling you, week one, we uh, there, there was – conversation about potentially the the rookie of the year on this team um i know at least i touched on it um i want to i want to bring him up again because let me pull him up here who jung yeah the second yeah. best record in baseball right now yeah and he's care like that that team is it young i think it's pronounced yeah young or something like that j-u-n-g yep um but man the rangers man they're they are cruising in arlington this year and and a really fun team to watch, but obviously right now they're owning that division over the the Astros, and they um, just the Angels, had... Seattle. Like those are three good teams. That West isn't like a bad division. Um, the Astros, the Angels, the the Mariners, they're all good teams, and the Rangers are right now like just rolling. I, I will say too, the Four Rangers just had Degrom go on the IL. I think the sixty day IL too. So he's gonna. But I think I saw something where it's like retroactive to a date like. Way back when, so like but he you might see the be back by in runs right now. Yeah, they're 153. Well, okay, you have, have the Oakland so, Athletics. No, I get that, but they're also playing. You know, they're the, also the they're also playing everybody else. Yeah, but here's the deal: like, so they've won four in a row. They got 153 for their differential. It's it sucks that Degrom is on the IO, but mm-hmm. their bats are getting it done. Yeah, their bats are getting it done. So the Rangers, to me, biggest surprise at this season so far, are the Rangers in my eyes. Um, I what we told you before, what we were telling you now, and what we'll tell you again is the AL East is absolutely a madhouse, and the Boston Red Sox are unfortunately getting the worst of it. Um, is this the first year that the Angels are above 500 with uh, Shohei Otani? At this point in the season, yeah. That's, so that's crazy. This is crazy. Yes, it's, it's crazy. But like, this is his last year on his contract, right? Yeah, and if they aren't competitive, he'd ask for a trade out. He's going to the Dodgers. All right. So, anyways, um, <laughs> because they get rid of everybody. What about you know Justin Turner? By the way, so you know he he yeah, went to, he's on the yeah. Red Sox. So get this, or is it Trey? No, no Trey, Trey and Justin. Trey's in. So, yeah. Trey's in Philly. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. Justin Turner's in the Red Sox. You know his. Uh, you know what his walk up song is? I heard this when I was at the Red Sox game. Uh. You know the the song Boston. No one knows my name. Get out of California. <laughs> Gonna start a new life. Like you've yeah. heard this song before. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. 
That's crazy for us. Like, so that's, his, that's his walk-up so, sign. Because he, he was in LA was, and yeah. then he went to Boston. And I was like, dude, this guy's brilliant. Or the marketing guy, whoever just did it. I was like, this is great. <laughs> so Hey, some people are just, you know, they they, they they think a little bit outside the box. And, and that's what he was doing. He was thinking outside the box for his walk-up song. So he was doing it. Good Kudos, for him. man. Um, um, I mean, unfortunately, he's not with the Dodgers anymore. You know, the best. Dodgers are doing okay. They're tied for the league. Best franchise in MLB. Maybe you know, the. I'm going to talk about that, but. What do you think that well they, they they I think the Dodgers like I said at the beginning of this the beginning of this season I still said I had the Dodgers winning the win the winning their division yeah, but Jake I said I that if anything I said the Padres will be close so and here's why the Diamondbacks what's, 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 what's close look Diamondbacks and the Giants look they're back seven games I guess but and like there's still a lot of time too for teams to get hot but I will say. Rolling. The the yeah, Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks have the, the most exciting player in baseball. Get to know the name of Corbin Carroll. Yeah, I know you like you like that guy. Love sure. Corbin Carroll, dude. I just got MLB he, the show, and <laughs> I've been lighting up. This I, guy, I this guy, literally, uh, he. There was a ball that ends up down in the outfield or whatever. A guy was thinking I, the guy on second was thinking he was going to get caught, so he kind of like hesitated and waited. Carroll was just chasing him home. Like, he just has speed for days. He can track a ball down in the outfield that most people would be like, try to cut it off, try to get the runner at second. Like, no, he'll go and catch it or, you know, save runs and whatnot. Like, what he does with his speed and his glove and his talent out in the field and on the base paths, and then as well as with the bat and whatnot too, like, he is going to be a guy for the Diamondbacks for a long time as long as the front office doesn't screw it up. Agreed. The Yankees are going to pay him. That being said, <laughs> um, the AL and the NL Central are absolutely jokes. If you look at, like, the AL Central is, well, let's be first, let's just be candid here. I mean, one team over 500, barely. And literally anybody <laughs> but the Royals could win it. <laughs> Well, that, that's Still, the, you said you know the central I mean? is that the twins? Yeah. Twins, the yeah. Twins are the only team that's above five hundred by two games. <laughs> by two games, but it's but it, and it's rough because they've they've lost two in a row. Like no, their division so, is trash. It's bad, and the NL Central is not much better. I mean, honestly, like I get the Brewers are in it. The Milwaukee Brewers have a record of thirty-two and twenty-eight and a run differential of negative twenty-one. Jeez. And they're in the playoffs right now. <laughs> I mean, at this moment, the Pittsburgh we'll Pirates are leading Hopefully. that division by they're, a game they are or the half last, a game. They are the last team in the playoffs. Though. The Cincinnati Reds are Pittsburgh though, five and a half. Reds are five and a half Dude, out, yeah. and they have a run differential of negative thirty-three. But then the Cubs are six games out, plus one, and the Cardinals are eight games out, plus, plus two. two. This is why matchups matter. <laughs> <laughs> this saying. is why matchups matter. <laughs> Dude, like we have teams that we all had in the playoffs right now at the bottom. The Phillies are at the bottom of the NL East. The Cardinals are at the bottom of the NL Central. The Padres are near the bottom of the NL West. What is going on? The Mariners so, are at the bottom of the AL West. So right here, close to it. here's my thing. I, I just pulled up like looking at like division records and whatnot. Yeah. Um, the Brewers love playing inner division. Uh, fourteen and ten, but they hate the West. Seven and thirteen. It's the weather, man. It, it could be the weather. Looking at a team like the Twins, uh, six and seven against the AL East, which honestly, given that the AL East is what it is, not bad. Uh, twelve and eight in division, eight and ten inner inner league. I mean, they're just kind of spread throughout playing five hundred ball pretty much. But then you look at like 
the the AL East. The Toronto Blue Jays are horrible in division, six and fifteen. Even though they just beat like the Red Sox, I think yeah. two or three games in a row. But then looking at the Rays, they're sixteen and nine, nine and one against the Central. You said who's bad? What team were we talking about? She said the, the Blue, Blue Jays. Jays the Blue Jays against, in their against division the, against oh, like the, the yeah yeah okay I was gonna say like they just like swept them. um or like they're, they're seven and three in their last ten I was gonna say that but you yeah, know they're they're, yeah. they're, 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 <laughs> they're cooking they are cooking no I, but baseball is definitely running smooth running well I think these new rules the have been pretty good yeah did, did they ever. Uh, talk about the whole rosin stuff. Is there any change on any of that? There's been no years? change on that. Um, pay, like pitch clock wise, there's been some issues with that, but like for the most part, I think it's run pretty smooth. There's been some cool instances of like I think there was a guy who was going to end up getting a pitch clock violation, and the batter stepped out to like you know called his one timeout and stuff like that, and like saved him from that, and he thought that was pretty cool. I and it's things like that that you just don't see in the game and sportsmanship. Whatnot. Sportsmanship, yeah. Um, but no, I think in terms of that stuff, there there hasn't really been any rosin things or anything like that. One thing I will say, and um, this is pain for Twins fans, but Luisa Rise right now through a good two months of the season hitting three ninety nine absurd dude that guy needs another paycheck i wish that the twins would have kept him that guy needs another paycheck because he's going to be taken by somebody else so so what sucks well. right is that like like we we can look at we can look at him right and say hey like i wish the twins never traded him or something right. like that right but at the end of the day it's it's where do you fit in where are you going to be the best where where can you make the most impact you know where he'd make a big impact no where do all Minnesota players go and get success? Kansas City. No. Boston. Yes, Colorado. sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's go, Red Sox. Call them up. Miami signed him to a big contract right now. They're That's second right. in their the Red division, Sox will too. Pay it off. The Red Sox will pay it off and give them a couple Mm-mm. draft picks. Nope. 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 It's not nope. going to happen. Nope. That would be sick. Nope. Nope. Um, nope. Okay. Nope. Moving on to NHL playoffs. Oh, man. Vegas. Vegas last Florida. night. Vegas has just dominated, it's man. man. It's over. Give them the cup. I was hoping that Florida would make it a series because they've looked so great, but Kitschuk has defeated. been absolutely, like, trash. They've actually um, been baited into just a lot of, like, penalties and stuff during the games that Vegas is just, like, toying with them. Vegas right now, if they lose this See, thing. This is the thing. Vegas has been there before. They have Florida the most house not. money in any city in the country. <laughs> Well, My thing course. is, come on now, <laughs> they're in Vegas. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Give them the cup just because I want to see what happens to the cup while it's in Vegas. Yeah, seen the it, it, it might it might not come back. <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> that um, thing's going to have more stories than what it ever had before. I'm saying they're going to like drop it from like the tallest hotel that's in, <laughs> in Vegas. Okay, so Florida I don't think that's going to happen. It, but see if it stands. If Florida doesn't <laughs> win, they need to right the ship. I don't think they can. Um, they're back in Florida for game three, aren't they're they? They're back mm-hmm. in Florida for game three. Florida surprised everybody throughout the entire playoffs, but they've they've looked horrible these first two games, and I think it's because the Golden Knights are just making them look horrible. I mean, it's, Florida was the last team in in the East, while Vegas was the number one seed in the West. So, Florida. Just, it, just, it's the same thing with the NBA. You know, you, yeah. got, you got Florida in at the and This at is going to be a bridge to the NBA, because <laughs> I was going to ask this question today. Is the East closer to being as good as the West in the NBA? What do you mean? They, they, if, 
closer. What do you mean? They're probably better. No, stop it. The only team that I can say is better than all the other this teams is what I right to now start is the Denver Nuggets. Talk today. This, what, do you, what do you mean? You have the eighth seed tied one and one with the number one seed in the West. How are they not equally or better? We talked about the Heat not being an eighth seed when the playoffs it doesn't, it doesn't matter. That's where they are, though, right? That, I'm just that, saying that's like, what the number says. That is what the number says. It okay. says they're an eight seed. I get that they're not an eight seed, but he's, he is playing with mostly undrafted players. If you if you look at the Nuggets, the Nuggets roster is by far way better than the Miami Heat's right, roster. Right. Right. But the Miami Heat just got a game away in Denver when Denver hasn't lost a game all postseason. I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear they this. They lost to the Timberwolves. Whatever you're Time saying. Out, they did lose to the Timberwolves in a game. But that also was not. That was in You said they hadn't lost a game all That was at home. you're talking at home. That's what I'm saying. They haven't lost a game at home all season. This okay. is, that was their first loss. Was it to was Miami. their first loss. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, so, yeah, you can't say anything. Yeah, well, no, no, no. no. So, <laughs> He's just all up I, in arms because Duncan Robinson <laughs> finally showed up. Well, just a couple things on it. Like, so you can't have both Steph. Undrafted. This is right where away. you're gonna have to decide. What do you mean I can't have both? Yeah, both undrafted. Left? Okay, so where's Carmelo's championship run with undrafted <laughs> players? Uh-oh. What do you mean? Where is his? Where, what do you mean? He, he didn't have all undrafted players. And we're not talking about Carmelo Anthony. We're talking about is the East as good as the West? That's what you brought up. It is. But you brought up Butler's doing it with nobody. Yeah, well, and he's no. beating the best team in the West. But <laughs> this is why I brought it up is because he is he is playing. You said is the East better than the West? Yes. Yes, right? That's all I brought up. So if the East is not better than the West, then you wouldn't have the you wouldn't have the Miami Heat in the finals right now. I don't know. You might you might have you might you would have the Boston Celtics. I think we would have all said that the Heat are better than the Knicks, the Cavs, um probably the Hawks and Brooklyn. So four of the teams that made it into the East before everything started. We would have all taken the heat over. You're, all not, four you're, of not, us. you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So, but I would still take the heat over the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yes. Right. Who, who are the other seeds that are in the the, the, the last couple of seeds that are in the Lakers, Memphis. Suns, Clippers, I mean, Memphis. Lakers, Memphis, Warriors. I'm Clippers. taking Miami over Memphis. Okay. Great. Great. Great, great. That's great, what I'm doing. Great. 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 So I'm saying the top three teams, but overall is yes. the East. Overall, I'm not saying is the best teams in the East better than the best teams in the West. I'm saying overall, well, it's I mean, always better. There's the, more. The West has been better. I would. That's how it's I, been. I would. Yes, you're not wrong. So the I'm West asking, has is been the better. East, my question was, is the East getting closer to or better than the West now? Overall, closer to yes. Overall, closer to yes. Overall, no. No. But this season, I feel like the top half of the East was better than the top half of the West. Yes. If you take out the Denver Nuggets. But what if... What well, if, doesn't he keep the Denver Nuggets in there because because the two best records were in the East. Okay, but I'm... Yeah, that, yeah but that doesn't matter. Like, some the, the seeding this year in the playoffs, I think we can all say is out the window. The best teams were the Lakers, who were seeded poorly. The Golden State Warriors, who were seeded poorly. The Suns... Were all these teams on the road for the opening yes, round? Yes. Okay. So all these teams were seeded lower. Okay. Sacramento is very good. Memphis, yeah, but Sacramento, Sacramento doesn't there. have any playoff experience other than freaking Harrison Barnes, right? But so, are you telling me though that like the Lakers, the Suns, I don't want to mention the Clippers because they're never healthy, but the the Nuggets, um, all those the Warriors, all those teams are worse than all those teams you're talking about in the East. Are are, are they worse than the Boston Celtics? The uh, they were the Boston Celtics, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. 
the Pistons. I didn't say the, the Pistons didn't make the playoffs. Not the Pistons and uh, 76ers. The 76ers, yes, this, the 76ers should be better than those teams. If I'm being, if I'm being brutally I'm honest, should I'm saying? Do you think they're better? Do I think they? Do I think they're better? Yes. You you took yes. the Splash Brothers yes. to the championship. Yes, is where you, is where you took them. You also had the Bucks beating the Heat <laughs> in the playoffs. We Wait, all but, did. But, but see, but see, but see. But this I'm asking actually, you. So do the, you think? Yeah, we probably don't. Do you think? That you, do you think just that the East is better than the West? No. I say the top half. That's why I said the top half. So you think top all of those teams is better than the top half of the West? The top half of the West. Yes. When, when you had the Warriors being the team that should have been in the championship. Yes. And you had. Did you think see you the had the Suns? Season? You had the Suns. Go, I know. I know what the playoff season looked like. No, no, no. Not in the playoff. I'm saying, did you see Did you see them play all season? That was my. I said play all season, not play off season. Play, play all of the season. Did you see their play? What? Who's? Golden State, that's what you're talking about, right? Well, no, no. Okay, yes. The Golden State Warriors. Yes, but you're asking me, are the are the top five teams better than the bottom half of the of the West? Yes. If they're better than the top half of the West, they're better than the bottom half of the West. Okay. Here's here's my thing. In terms of where both conferences are, the West is still better than the East because for the West for the playoffs, Collectively. they had thirteen teams battling for the 10 spots or whatever, okay? Right. The yes. East was pretty much like we knew who the 10 teams were going to be. It just depended on order. Who was going to make it to the final. And, yeah, exactly. So in terms of who is more, there's more talent and better teams and whatnot, it's still the West over the East. The East has closed the gap, but I think we're seeing with the finals the way it is, um, you know, it was top dogs in the West – Chaos in the East. But we all believed that in second round, the Nuggets were going to just lose it because they've done it every year. So if they get to the finals and lose it, you're, you're just telling me that every other team that you were high on, you were high on the Suns, you were high on the Warriors. I'm just talking about what you yes. were talking no, about yes. before the playoffs no, continue, started. Continue, continue. So before the playoffs started yes. and to after the playoffs ended, yes. if I asked you the same question, you would have been like all oh, the West. And you would have said the top five teams in the West could beat the top five teams in the East. But now you're telling me that the East would be able to beat the West. Actually, I wouldn't have said that. You would have, you still thought the East top five teams would have been able to beat the top five teams. And all, honestly, everyone thought the Boston Celtics were going to go back. Let's be real. We all thought that. I, I think didn't. we all I thought they'd maybe lose to the Hawks. I thought because of because I think of the injury. But then when that didn't happen, I was like, we, we also thought Milwaukee was going to have a chance too. You're right. And if we're going to talk right. top five teams, yes, the. East is very top heavy versus what the West is. It, the West is it's even. The West is deeper, it, 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 but it's it, it, more yeah. even teams. So you, would, but you would have the taken like the Sun. Heavy. You would have taken like the 76ers over the Suns in a final. Yes, that's a tough one. It, 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 or you would have <sighs> taken you would have taken the the Bucks over See, the this Warriors. Is, this is in why a final. This, no, this is this you is wouldn't have, though. this is why I say that's everything is based off of matchups. It is, but that's what no, I'm saying. But, so. so so the thing like okay, going to the Buck. Let's say the Bucks and the Warriors. It's tough because you, honestly, I'd probably have to pick the Bucks in that in in that matchup. In that matchup, I would have to pick the Bucks just because Steph Curry is going to have to deal with Drew Holiday, right? You're going to have Drew Holiday guarding him like crazy, right? Who did you think was going to make the, play, the finals in the, before the thing started? You said Bucks. Bucks Warriors. I thought you said Bucks Warriors and you said Warriors won. That's because that's something that I wanted to happen. That doesn't mean it's going to happen. Okay. That doesn't mean it's going to be real life. There we go. <laughs> right? Okay. It's, it's something that I want it to happen. It's not like well, it's yeah, going to happen. Yeah, okay. I got you. you know I, understand. Like, real, I understand. Real world and then fantasy in my head. 
That's, that's, what are we talking here? Are we talking like, Stefan's fan? No, is this, is this could, podcast you can, Stefan's fantasies? You can, say, is this, you can say what you want to happen, and you can say what will happen. I don't think any so of us would have said, oh, yeah, we're going to have Nuggets heat for the finals. Honestly, I didn't think the heat were going to make it. I thought the heat would probably get in, like, the second round, maybe the maybe the conference finals. But, man, what they're doing, they're actually showing mm-hmm. me up. Actually, I've been rooting for the heat ever Dude, since they okay. beat the Bucks. My, my takeaway from, from this question that I posed to you guys, so here's my own take on it, is one through seven for the West, in my eyes, is better than the one through seven in the East. That is correct. And if it's and if it's top five that we're looking at, which the Warriors and the Lakers weren't ranked in the top five, if if it was the top five, right, against the East's top five, I don't I don't know if there's a lot to take away from those. I would but say when we go into depth, I would say it depends on. I think there there is who you match up with who, what teams. Now, if we have like basically, it's like a you know five teams versus five teams and it's a tournament like and it was like that it was like you know one and done that'd be different then we can see who actually is the best team but like it's it's different when obviously you have a series and then you have to go through all these other teams on on each respective sides yeah so i'm back in the bubble Real basketball, man. And, and, and if we look at that, if we look at like that, Miami was there. <laughs> if we look at that, Miami the was teams, there. The four teams that we had were the same four teams yeah. that were in the final. Were, were in the the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. And I think yeah. part of the difference was like you had Jamal Murray's injury. Uh, the Heat were just inconsistent and just couldn't find their groove. Are, are, you, ta- are you are you talking just about just from the bubble to now? Okay. Like those after the bubble. Yeah, now. after the bubble. Okay, because I was at Jamal Murray playing the bubble. Yep. Jamal Jamal Murray's injury, I think, kind of derailed the trajectory of the Nuggets. Uh, LeBron and the Lakers got older, but seemed to find their rhythm a little bit more. Especially you know, you after. You know what's crazy? The two years that Jamal Murray was out was the two years that Jokic won the MVP. Yeah. Right. So even I, I watched. Uh, I was like scrolling through Instagram yesterday and. Uh, I don't know if you guys follow Draymond Green, but Draymond Green does like a lot of podcasts and yep. stuff like that. And he he actually pulled up Steve Kerr <laughs> on a podcast. Um, crap, I forgot where I was going with this. I just lost something about Jamal Murray and yeah, 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 yeah. So what he was saying is that um, Jamal Murray is the key. He says he says Jokic is going to do what Jokic does is because Jokic is that amazing. Mm-hmm. But if you can stop everyone else on that team, specifically Jamal Murray, then you actually have a chance at actually beating the Denver Nuggets. And that's what the Miami Heat did the other night. If you look at Jokic's stats, he had 40 points. So he was balling. But if you look at his assist, he only had four. Yeah. Right? So you, you don't see Jokic with four assists. Four assists is like nothing to him. You see him get double-digit assists, 10-plus, yeah. right, per game in the playoffs. Not just like regular season in the playoffs he gets like 10 plus right for them to limit how every everyone else's usage in the game right and basically just say if anyone's going to beat us it's going to be Jokic Mm. because he's scoring points right no one else can beat us on this team but Jokic they can allow for him to have this many points because it's 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 going to happen right they can't stop it but what they can stop is everyone else from scoring so obviously limiting what Jokic can do on the offensive side, like distributing, distributing rather than just scoring. But that's what I said that the Celtics needed to do against Butler. <laughs> Let him score like Jokic. See, see, and the, then the, beat the rest of the see, team. I, I think I, yes, no, you're right. I, I think the only difference with 
those two type of players is Butler can be more dynamic. And yeah. How he's used than Jokic. Yes. Really can be. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, I yeah, think, I agree. I think too, Jamal Murray is very underrated. And I think especially what we saw in the bubble was like almost kind of like a coming out oh, yeah, party. He's for so him. underrated. And then he was out those two years with the, they with did the lose the game to the ACL. heat because he didn't, I mean, he, he had one quarter. Mm-hmm. It was had, great. Yep. But that was it. He didn't. He didn't have Murray anything didn't else. He had that game second. Two. He or had that second you know, quarter quarters where of game two. He didn't show up. Well, Jokic that's, that's, was on the bench and like they went on that run and it seemed like oh the Nuggets are going to run the Heat out of the yeah, gym and then it's like back. they took their foot off the gas and allowed the Heat back in and then if you allow the Heat back in they're just at that point you just you messed and, up. And you they, need to they close them. Proved it. They proved yeah. it all. All playoffs is that if you give them a chance to come back into a game mm-hmm. with a couple minutes left, they will win. Yep. They have shown it against the Milwaukee Bucks. They have shown it against the New York Knicks. They have shown it against the Boston Celtics. And they have now shown it against the Denver Nuggets. Right? How far will they go? Could they pull it off? Which would be crazy. No one thought they would win the second game in Denver. No one thought that. Especially no, second quarter when after, they're down 15. After game one, too, I think people... They're just Jumped like Denver, 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 with, Denver. Like, no, like yeah. you gotta realize that this is this is a playoff series. It's the best of four. Not the best of one. Jake Jake has the Nuggets in six, but I think we both took Heat in seven. Yeah. You might have did you I, take I them in the, six? I took the Heat. I took the Heat. I think I took them in six. I took them in seven. But I still think Nuggets. I still think nuggets with the way that with the way they with the way that they've played. The way that Nuggets had to win in six. Sorry, with the way that they've played, and I think with the mindset of Coach Malone, you know, him saying after game one, we haven't done anything yet. Like we haven't proven anything yet. Like we still, there's still a job to do. Um, You know, I think that mindset there, like they know how to win on the road. They know that they can win back home. It's one game. Got to reset now. It's a whole new series because Miami stole one. See, the crazy thing is like, is Miami going to win both games in Miami? If they do, then it's going to... It's 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 tough because Miami has already proven mm-hmm. that they can win in Denver. They are so much deeper than the Nuggets. It's insane. Like I, the Heat have played eight for game one and game two. And that, or the Nuggets have played eight game one and game two. And the Heat have played 11 and 10. I wouldn't say they're much deeper. I would they, just say they're, they're using... They're, Spolstra it, knows it, how it, to it, use it, his it, bench. That's what I'm that's saying. why Spolstra is the best there. coach it's not in that the NBA. But it's not that they're deeper. It's that he, their players are being used better. Yes. That's it. But because, that's what I mean by deeper, yes. though. I mean, like, I the, he, they're, he's, they're utilizing their players all, like, almost all... They're, they're only not... Play, th- think about this. They're, like, not playing... What does that mean? Four four players on their bench. But but, but let's Literally, say let's it. say let's say let's say the Miami Heat has Tyler Hero. Let's say they have Victor Oladipo. Which Hero's back? Is, is, nope, he's not back. Yet. Is, when so is he coming? Back? He's not coming back. So they not have they ha- they have those two people back. Let's say they have them back. Yep. Eric is not playing eleven people in that game. He's also probably not playing. Guys no, but he like doesn't. <laughs> you're, right. you're right, but he doesn't need to. But now, but now. The coach for the Nuggets, what's his name? Mike Malone. Mike, Mike Malone. Like, so, so he, uh, the adjustments that you make from game to game, you have to understand. Okay, maybe he goes into the series saying, "I've got seven players I can never, never play." To me, why do you have those guys on the team? Whatever, you've got to be able to utilize. Yeah, your right. other players. You're so right. He needs yes. to figure out a way to use those other players. Now, Brown. 
Rockchalk Jayhawk Go KU, has been coming in for the Nuggets a little bit and like having these these spurts during the game to help them out. But he's only one of three guys coming in off the bench. You can't just use three guys off your off the bench in an NBA Finals game that you know the Heat have been. I mean, the Heat have well, been see, this like, is this the, is the what best this, show this is what they are finding the out. Mm-hmm. This is firsthand experience of what they are finding out about the Miami Heat. They saw Game One and how easy it was to take Game One, and they probably came out Game Two thinking it was going to be just as easy. And yeah. Miami Heat said, "Nah." It's, it's again, if Murray, if Murray would have showed up, that's great. But I think uh, Spolstra he is bringing in guys. To play defense where they need to from like well he like, also had why he's he, he also more. started Jimmy against Jamal Murray because so so they started Kevin Love so he can have Kevin you know Kevin Love because he can be actually out on the perimeter yep. he he spaces out Jokic yeah, right he's up. so so if you if you have what is it Jimmy on Jamal Murray that's gonna slow him down rather than having like a Duncan Robinson or a Vincent or uh, a Martin on on Jamal Murray because they're not gonna be able to guard him. If I'm being completely honest, Jamal Murray is too shifty. He's well, too good. That second quarter, Butler must have not been guarding Murray because he went. Butler out. was on the bench, so yeah, was he, he, he was on the bench a lot. Yeah. He, he was getting his rest, well needed, mm-hmm. well deserved. Which is when Murray showed up because it was like, "Hey, Butler's not guarding me." And then and Butler yeah. came he back into the game. Butler came back into the game and he and locked then, him up. Yeah. Yep. So yep. if they, if so that's tough that they don't have other players that can play defense because if Butler and he normally doesn't, but well, if he ever got into foul even if you watch the games, right. The Miami Heat, probably 90% of the time when Butler's out, they either lose the lead um, or, or they go down by a lot. Even even when you watch Nugget games, whenever Jokic would go out. Yeah. It, yeah. Yes. Yes. It, it, yes. it, it it's, happens it's, it's both ways. Yes. But the only thing with the, the Denver Nuggets is that they would have Jamal Murray that can score, mm-hmm. right? But if, he's, if, if Jokic is on the bench – and Jamal Murray is being locked up by, let's say, Jimmy Butler, who isn't on the bench, right? That's the difference that I see where the Miami Heat can can actually take advantage of uh, of the Denver Nuggets. So that's just my opinion. Yeah. But the role players for Miami, we've been saying it all playoffs, they're showing up. But but the thing is, you they, know, they have been showing up. When they need to show they also have been getting more in-game playoff experience than Huge. the Denver Nuggets yeah. Um, like bench that hasn't been playing at all. You know what they I mean? Have, they have <laughs> three players that have been coming, and Brown is only he only got like eight minutes in game one, but he got more in game two. I think he got like fifteen or something. Mm-hmm. He but played like, big in the Western Conference Finals, though. Brown's been showing up a little bit, but they again. That's my biggest takeaway. The difference between Malone and Spolstra is like, what what are you doing with not playing anybody on your bench? You've got them. You have to be able to utilize your players the best that, that you can. And Miami's doing that right now. Yes, and the Nuggets are not. Yes, but it, let, okay. Let's go. Let's let's take it back, right? And let's talk about Jimmy Butler. So there's even an interview, and Jeff Teague was in his interview, right? When when Jeff Teague was on the Minnesota Timberwolves, and they just got Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, literally, they're playing what five on five. They're actually running teams in practice, running five on five. Jimmy Butler took the bench, the second, the se- not the first bench that comes around, the second bench. Right, so like the 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 backups to the backups, he played with them against all of the starters, and he ran the starters when out of the gym. When did he do this? This was back when Jimmy Butler was on the Timberwolves. Okay, so he ran the starters out of the gym because he he they he was winning with the backups to the backups. That's because like Cat was on the other team, and 
It doesn't. It does. It was their starters. It was their starters versus Jimmy and the in the backups. It shouldn't. It should not have mattered. Right. That's how good Jimmy Butler is. So so when when that happens though, if you're on the the management in Minnesota Timberwolves, take some notes. That happens. Why don't you get rid of everybody else and keep your bottom five and bring in new blood? Well, see, that's that's another thing. If you even look <laughs> at the if you even look at the seventy sixers and what they did with Jimmy, they signed Tobias Harris over Jimmy for a, uh, for an, oh, it is a max max contract. It was like a, it was a max, yeah. right, right, right. So Jimmy would even say, "You chose him over me," and now Philly sitting at home. just realized they're sitting at home and my and, and Jimmy's in his second finals. And like my thing That's is too, crazy. Tobias Harris is not a bad player, but he is not Jimmy, a Jimmy Butler. Butler. He's not Jimmy Butler. There's probably not three other players. In Who the is it? Uh, Jimmy Butler, Thibodeau, coach for Tips. the yeah. for the for the for the Knicks, right? Obviously, he he has history with Jimmy Butler. He coached him back in Chicago. Mm. He said till this day, he didn't know Jimmy Butler was going to be as good as he is right now. He did not know that, based on what he saw when he was there. When he was at the Timberwolves. No, no, was no, no. He, he was, but he Tim's also was, he, yeah. he started with him on the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. So, so when, when when he came to Minnesota, Thibodeau, Thibodeau and Butler were both Thibodeau and Butler. I think both came the same year. Right. So how how? But it was I just, a, it was I, what a I don't, trade. What I'm going to be salty about now. It's my turn to be salty because you guys were early. <laughs> my my whole beef with this is like, why why did we get rid of Butler when we could have got rid of? You, you just talked about a. Bottom four and Butler against the starting five. It's because they drafted. It's because they drafted Carl um, Anthony Towns at number one, wasn't it? That number before one before he like was that? there. No, after Towns. Towns was in the league well before. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, 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 no. Yeah, but you're saying why did he keep him over over Jimmy Butler? Yeah. And, and, and I'm I'm explaining why he kept him over Jimmy. Why they kept him over Jimmy Butler? Because first off, he's young. He's a lot younger than Jimmy Butler, probably by like six or seven years, right? He was their number one draft pick. Man, if you don't keep your number one draft pick on that team and try to see if you can develop them in, within a few years, because at that time, it was Cat's like third year in the league, second yeah, or third year Kat, in the league. Cat was still you know, he under was, development. He was approaching his first like contract period, I so think. So he was getting out of his rookie contract. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why they kept him over Jimmy Butler. But isn't right? it a red flag if your bottom five beat, beat your starters? Yes. But you have like to. How does that not it, come it, up in a conversation it, it's when a, they're it's dealing? A, it's a business. It's right. a business. This is what we have to realize: is that it's a business, and they're going to do what they think, not what they know. What they think is going to be the better option, right? Sometimes, sometimes it pulls out, and they're fine. But sometimes, like we can tell, yeah. it doesn't work out, right? Because it, 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 if you look at the stats, Jimmy Butler has shown why he should have had max contracts on multiple teams. He just took an eight seed. The reason why they were the eight seeds because Jimmy was out a good portion of the season. <laughs> he he the, was the, out. The, the rankings don't matter, but you yeah you he, keep bringing he, it was, up. he was out a good portion of the season. Let's say he played all season. They are not an eight seed, and yes, this is where I agree. They are not an eight seed, right? They are ranked an eight seed because of where they were when they ended the season. But with Jimmy Butler playing the whole season, they're not an eight seed, um, and they do play better with Jimmy. They are a better team. I, I, he is just that good. He is he is today's LeBron James that's conducting the floor just like LeBron James is doing. He's doing what LeBron James does to other teams. That's what Jimmy's doing. And in fairness, Jimmy Butler has also been quoted as saying he didn't know he would be this good either. He just kept 
people, he kept hearing people his whole life say like, oh, you're not going to be that guy. You're not going to be this. And he, and he has that fire in him like, oh, okay. So, so, okay. uh, another, so I'm going to uh, prove like, you. <laughs> it's like another crazy thing is like I was watching an interview with Jimmy Butler, like with Jimmy Butler on it. And he was basically saying like he wouldn't be who he is today without that Chicago Bulls team that he got drafted to. Yeah. He said the Chicago Bulls team is who shaped him of who he is in the NBA right now. So you see that grittiness, that person that's like a mad dog all the time. He got that from Derrick Rose, uh, Taj Gibson. Who was coaching there at the time? Thibs. Thibs. Tom yeah. Thibodeau. So, so, so you, yeah. you had you had Derrick Rose. You had uh, Joakim Noah. You had Taj Gibson. You had um, you had Carlos Boozer. That was a that like was a team. Luol Dang. Luol Dang. That was a team. <laughs> it was what a squad. What the heck happened to that team? <laughs> How they never Derek won Rose, an NBA Finals. Derrick Rose got Derek injured. Rose got hurt. Yeah. Injured in the playoffs. He got injured in the playoffs. Injured in the and playoffs when they plagued. were the one he's seed, by and they had to play Miami Heat. He's injured. They had to play Miami Heat without your MVP. He's MVP and he gets injured that year. That's there's your Carmelo Anthony right there. The difference is Carmelo didn't get injured like Rose. <laughs> Nor does he have MVP. Youngest MVP to ever do it. Shout out to Derrick Rose. He's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. D Rose. D Rose is great. I miss that guy. Although, you know, he did lose to my Kansas Jayhawks in the uh championship back when he played for Memphis. We won't talk about that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um hey guys. We hope you uh, enjoy watching sports and everything like that. Um, wait, well, actually, let's just do. We got to do last call. We have to do. If you saw any shoutouts for PDA, real quick before we take off. Any shoutout for PDA? Um, any fans? I guess like shout out to like the all the all the <laughs> all the uh, the Vegas fans. You know, all the Vegas fans for hockey. Shout out just because you guys are putting on and putting and showing out for your city right now. Um, up 2-0 in the playoffs. Um, keep it going. See if you can bring one home. You know, it's the your franchise just came about a few years ago. So if you can win a championship in the first few years, like let's great. Go. You've already been in the finals, right? You've already been in the Stanley Cup finals. Like let's let, let's win one, right? Or um, the state of Minnesota for hockey. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Shout out to the uh, softball fans who are going to be at the College World Series. Um, it, it's especially in the past few years, it's always been an unreal atmosphere. And I think that especially with the matchup that we have and whatnot for the College World Series here for softball, it's going to be a going to be a good series. Hopefully it goes three just for watching and content purposes and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, with Oklahoma being the home seed and then Florida State still not being too far away, I think it's going to be a good atmosphere and should be good games to watch. This is this is covering a lot of bases here, but NCAA spring sports fans in general, as well as high school, like shout out to you guys. Lots of obviously sections that just happened um, here in Minnesota. We got the state meet coming up uh, this week. Um, we've, we've got national championships for baseball coming up. We've got, we just talked about softball coming up. We've got the track and field championships coming up. Um, it's all over the place right now. So uh, shout out to all the fans cheering on their colleges and their, their kids and their family members and all that good stuff. Um, you know, keep cheering loud here this month. Uh, last call for anybody, anything we didn't talk about. I'm sure there's some F1 news. Um, yeah, <laughs> Mercedes looked good, uh, got a double podium at Spain, 
Second um, and third, though. Let's not get too excited. Yeah, because Max, Max Verstappen <laughs> was out and away and gone, and Max, 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 Super Max. They actually um, told him that he needed to slow down or he was going to get penalties because he was going outside the lanes, I saw. I think um, Aston Martin's going to be bringing some upgrades to Canada. So Mercedes, Ferrari, Alpine, and Aston Martin are all kind of close together for that second spot. So it's really just a matter of who's going to finish behind Red Bull. Every race is now kind of the race. Red Bull is just... just it's a race Gone. for a second. It's a race for a second. And really, <laughs> honestly, if both Red Bull cars are fine and avoid trouble, there's been some inconsistencies from Sergio Perez. But um, is if it, both is, is, it, is it the car or is it the driver? Driver. He's just made some mistakes and just. Well, I'm just saying, like, for Red Bull. Oh, for Red keep, Bull to keep doing what they're doing. Is it the car or is it the driver? It's it's the driver. It's. If the drivers can keep themselves out of errors and out of contact and stuff like that and keep it within the white lines, um, yeah, no, it's the car is just miles ahead of everybody else. So Adrian Newey is a genius when it comes to aerodynamics and making a car just... So a little bit of both. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so speaking of genius and how they make cars, my, uh, my last call thing here is going to be uh, Chelsea bringing in a genius who makes football teams. And by football, I mean soccer. And Mauricio Pochettino is the new head coach for your Chelsea Blues. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Thank you. 2023, baby. We're back. <laughs> Let's get back into the Champions well, how about, League. How Let's about go. we just we, we get to the season start and get through the transfer window here? Yes? Yes. Oh, whatever. Okay. He's great. Anyway, he used to coach at PSG, Paris Saint-Germain. We all know how good they are. Anyway, excited about excited about him. So that's my last call. Steph, you got anything? Nope, I'm good. All right, man. Well, appreciate everybody that's listening. Cheer loud, cheer proud. See you next time.